FM episode 40, I believe. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Over episode the hill 40. episode? Well, is 40 over the hill or is it like 41? I guess uh, no 40 is when you're over the hill. I I, I would think 40 is, 40 is over the hill, but I could see where it's like 41 now. You're there are 52 weeks in the year, so that means we're 12 episodes from our, from our one year. No, we're not because there have been weeks that we didn't do one, and we have. I thought we always did a Rebel FM every week. We've just never um, missed a game club. I think there's at least one week where we or didn't do a Rebel game clubs, but there's also weeks where we didn't count them as official numbers because they were specials, holiday um, specials. There are like three of them that are like that. So there's like less than that. There's like ten weeks because we did a couple. I think we did two or three specials now. Three. So after school, yeah, hello, did, uh, hello. We did the Thanksgiving in July. My name is uh, <laughs> Anthony Gallegos. And I'm here to fucking host some shit. Nah, and then with me is Tyler Barber. Hey, how's it going? Arthur Geese. Hello. And our special guest, uh, returning champion, Tina Sanchez. I didn't know your last name was Geese. I thought it was Guys. It's it's not Geese. It's Geese. Oh. Like the flock of birds. Geese. He just drags the S. Geese. Geese. I don't know. That's yeah. Cool. There's a big fucking difference there. Just if you're wondering, <laughs> that's like my my my. my what are you saying, Mr. Gallegos? <laughs> I think there's a distinct difference between geese and geese, and then gallegos and gallegos. <laughs> it's like one's totally whitied up. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, so we're here to talk about video games. So let's talk about games we've been playing. And since you're our special guest, this is Rebel FM 39, asshole. Oh, Rebel FM 39. Damn it. Ah, oh, whatever. Now it's now it's thirty nine slash forty. We're gonna leave That's it. That's how in. I wanted to go in the notes. Thirty nine slash forty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it'll be forty or thirty nine. <laughs> um. So let's talk about games we're playing. You first. You know what have you? Been Anything playing? or new old? No, it doesn't matter. Whatever. What have you been playing in the last week? Ideally. Okay. Well, I really like the Left 4 Dead demo. That came out. Left 4 Dead Two. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Have Which you guys I, tried it at all? We. I haven't played it yet. I have not. It's really cool. I mean, I, I really like the. What level do you play in the demo? It's the daylight one, right? It's the parish. Um, yeah, the parish uh, movie. You don't get to play the whole movie. It's only it's like the, two scenes. The two sections before the bridge, I think. It's probably the same two sections they were showing at E3. It is. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was not the section that we played at PAX. Right. That was a totally different. That wasn't even parish, though. Yeah. Um, that was the swamp level, right? They were showing it back. Yes. I'm trying really hard to love the characters. I don't hate them. I don't dislike them at all. It's just mm-hmm. I'm not used to them yet. You know? They don't have that like instant appeal that the first four did. Yeah. Well, I f- that's interesting to me because I mean, watching like the trailers that they've released, I'm like, it seems like they're putting so much more emphasis onto a narrative and like developing. Oh the characters yeah, yeah. Than they they, did last I mean, time. they definitely are. It's just I don't know. It's just different. I mean, know? it's a demo, so maybe that's it. But. Yeah. To me, the only one that seems sort of like really Valve really is like the uh, the guy in the suit. Like really, no, that's, Southern, the, that's like, the Juneteenth gen- character like, right there. Like, <laughs> I I, why, think why, that's why he looks like he's just came from shooting a Miami Vice reunion. No, he looks to me like he just got done on a riverboat. Yeah. No, I think that's his story. Is that he's a, ga- a riverboat gambler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like a gambler. I don't know. That one to me just felt kind the of the whole like game easy, takes like, place. Okay. 
In the south, yeah. Yeah, all, all, all game in Louisiana, takes like yeah. I think New Orleans. I want to say it moves to other states too, right? Maybe to Texas, like everything else. I know that at the no, end of one think, of the huh. ones I played, you do leave in a helicopter, and if they are actually connected, then it could take place. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you go to a different state, like either Mississippi. It's well, right there. I guess yeah. we'll know soon enough. I mean, you when's can that come out? It now. The, the oh, the game itself next week. First, no, next two weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. Same day as Assassin's Creed. I appreciate that That's there's, like, bitch. new things to tinker with. You know, like, you have the adrenaline that you can use that speeds you up. How, how does that work? Does it just you make adrenaline makes run it faster? You, you carry that instead of a med kit, right? Uh, the not the med kit, you carry the, instead of the pills. pills. And then when you take it, you can't be slowed down by zombies when you run through them. That's right. Okay. And you can melee attack for... There's no... It won't start a timer on your melee attack. You can just go nuts with the melee. Mm-hmm. I feel like that might break multiplayer a little bit. Well, it's just used so that you can push through real quick, like a quick group of zombies. But, I mean, you have to take it in place of pills, and it doesn't give you any health. And, you know, if you're running through zombies, they may not slow you down, but they're still hurting you, you know? They also have a... I'm gonna butcher this. Defibrillator? Defibrillator. Demand, did they actually put that in? Because I remember when I played it, they were, like, talking about it, but they weren't sure. Yeah. They do have that. So you uh-huh. take it in place of a med pack, right? Uh, you don't necessarily, uh, no, you take it in place of your your melee weapon, or your pistol. Okay. Um, Is it a melee weapon? It could be used as one. Okay, so what Whoa. does the defibrillator do? Like, does it bring just people back immediately or whatever? Uh-huh. Or brings people from back death. with more health, maybe? Uh, brings you back, f- uh, you know, from the afterlife with, like, 50% health. Oh, so it's, uh, yeah. So it's I, like, is it the 50% that dwindles, down, or, or is it... Like, because when, when you're revived, like, normally, it, you get it like has... like, 30 or something. You Well, you have a certain amount of health, and then it ticks down. Does it tick down? It's Yeah, it's like when you have pills, it ticks down yeah. slowly. Oh, no, it doesn't tick down, if that's what you're asking. That's rad. So it's yeah. like one person can almost play, like, hey, guys, I'll be the medic. Like, okay, I yeah. won't have infinite ammo with my pistols, but... How many times can you use it? I don't know if there's a limit. I mean, it was only the demo, so I only used huh. it once. But uh, I purposely uh, had my teammate kill me so we could use it. So I wanted to see... <laughs> I'm sure you had to ask really nicely to have someone kill you in a multiplayer. You play local you killing the teammate. Yes. <laughs> and what else? Uh, I was beating people up with the guitar. That's pretty cool. Does it make a noise when you hit people with mm-hmm. it? Like a satisfying. It has, yeah, it has the echo. Sweet. Badass. Yes. Um, I don't know. Have you guys tried it at all? Yeah, I've played it like three different times now. Yeah, we played it at PAX. Except the defibrillator wasn't there. Yeah, that sounds cool. The female characters, the zombies, special zombies, are so funny. Wait, are we talking about the the spitter one? Yeah, like the one that looks like. Well, even the boomer. Have like, you seen the female boomer? I haven't what? seen the female boomer. No, I thought she, she has like a bra. She has a huge gut. So there's hot. a male and a female boomer now. Yes, and a female spitter. The fe- well, the female spitter. Yeah, she's like, like I was. She has her thong popping out of. And her a ass. pigtail. Yeah, she's yeah. like got. She's pigtails. white trash. She's the white trash zombie. Yeah. <laughs> like I was looking at uh, Giant Bomb did a quick look and. I I don't I don't remember I don't think they did they remodel the hunter or is the hunter the same? Oh I don't mm. know I thought it was the same. Yeah I think. I mean it's the, same. the jockey looks kind of like the hunter almost sometimes I don't know. I man I oh I really think I feel like the jockey just looks like Igor, <laughs> like with big ass arms and tiny feet. That's true I guess he does kind of lumber like that. And then you. the charger has got his tiny little tiny little uh like big arm and little Kuwato arm, arm <laughs> from Total Recall. Yeah. Man. Well, there's definitely like a lot of new additions and, you know, just the fact that they're spending so much time with building up the characters and stuff that it definitely feels like a sequel more than just, you know, something you would download. And it looks a lot better. Yeah. 
Well, the faces in particular, I've been told, look excellent. And the, just the lighting effects and like the particle stuff, like it just—it's much. It looks more atmospheric. Like it looks like it takes place in a sweaty Louisiana town. And it might just be me, be me, but it feels like it controls a lot better. I don't know why. That could just be you. Yeah. I don't think they've done much with that. Um, you were playing the 360 version. Mm-hmm. What other games have you been playing? Fortunately, I'm going to get all that shit for this, but I've been trying to beat Call of Duty 4 on Veteran. Mm. You had through before? the campaign? No. I only beat it on Hardened. I yeah. haven't gotten Mile High Club. That's the only achievement I think I don't have. Well, that and the TVs. Where are you at in your playthrough? Uh, I just saved... Uh, I forgot his name. The Russian guy. Mm. And now we're going through like the fields Dimitri. at night. Yeah. Mm. Man, I, I, where, where I stopped on Veteran was the stage where... It's a, it's in the missile silo level, and there's like two doors on either of your side, and there's guys that like throw grenades. It's sort of a infamous part. Yeah, like there's hallways like, on either side, this. and as soon as you pass through, they just kill you. Yeah, that whole like, uh, veteran, that whole game is on veteran like, yeah. is just a fucking whore. It's it, it is. Just, I mean, even on hardened, they throw a pretty excessive amount yeah. of grenades. Like anytime you're like, hey, you're standing still. Here's but five it's grenades. like on veteran, it's like your survival po- chance is like someone on Normandy Beach, right? Like. No, well, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I feel like someone that enjoys torturing themselves, like physically. Yeah, I mean would that's, I, that's why I, I, I do not yeah. play it on veteran because it ceases to be fun for me on veteran. Yeah, I don't know. For some weird, crazy reason, I thought that I would be able to beat it in like seven days before the new one came out, and I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, if you want to beat it just to beat it, you should just put it on normal or something just to go through it real quick to refresh yourself. If that's uh, what no, the that's, concern is, that's not. Why I was gonna go through it again? I wanted all the achievements because you know how that goes. Is it weird seeing uh, Call of Duty Four after seeing the footage of Modern Warfare Two, and you think, "Oh, well, that looks a little better, but it doesn't look that much better." And then going back and thinking, "Oh, it really does look a hell of a lot better than Call of Duty Four did." I really tried to avoid as many spoilers as possible. So you haven't seen any video of it yet. Well, you were the one just saying you were gonna go home and watch the new trailer that's going up tonight. Yeah, I mean. I think it does look a lot better, and I'm excited for the story. I think it's going to blow the first one out of the water. So, Thank you, Infinity Ward PR. Uh, th- that is a game that I hope people... Dis- I apologize if you can hear the sounds of cats wanting to get humped in the background. <laughs> is Welcome that what it Oakland. is? It sounds like one of them does not want to get humped. That, no, this cat does it every night. Oh. <laughs> that cat was doing it all day. So anyways... Uh, wow, that's po- totally the, So, me. uh Man, you guys, now I'm distracted you know, from the cat from the guys. There's something that is, that's kind of bugging me about Modern Warfare 2 is the blood splatter that you get when you get shot. I don't like that either. Yeah, because it's, well, I it's, prefer, it's, it's different. Right? I prefer yeah. the red on the screen, yeah. The, the, the sort of, like, burned out stoner eye effect yeah. of getting yeah, shot over I liked that a well, lot better because now it's like, it really blinds you in some spots, like, really bad. Yeah, I mean, if you were shot in Modern Warfare, it wasn't that hard to recover and, you know, kill your enemy. And this one, if you get shot, blood splatters all over your screen, it's... By the, to, like, the thing I did prone. notice, though, is that by the time in Modern Warfare 2 that you see blood, it's, like, really bad. Like, if it's like, gotten that bad, it's, like, really bad. Like, you're probably just going to die anyway. Which yeah. I think is, I mean, I, like, from a multiplayer standpoint, I think that's a good thing. I think it's good to, to penalize people for getting shot. Yeah, over I mean, in multiplayer, you, that should never even happen. It should just be you got shot and you died. There shouldn't well, even yeah, be. Well, yeah, that's why we play hardcore team hardcore deathmatch. Team assuming okay. we'll be playing hardcore team deathmatch, assuming fucking party chat works in hardcore team um, deathmatch. Oh, uh, I will not. I know that it won't. 
hardcore. Yeah, see, that's fucking. It dumb. won't work in hardcore team deathmatch. In any of the hardcore modes, it won't. Oh, I guess I won't be playing hardcore team I'm, deathmatch. That's what I think. Um, I never liked that mode. Oh man, that's the only way to play. In my yeah, that's opinion. that's the way I, I like prefer that. to play. But I'm, um, I will not be playing. I mean, yeah, I hope that people when they review that game disclose people. Isn't but, that embargoed still? But I know that it we'll is. we'll be well. That is embargoed still. Even yeah, if, you're not even allowed like, to talk how about. They, what? Yeah. I'm like not gonna say what an you're event saying. took place. I'm gonna have to like bleep out all of that. <laughs> that, yeah. that yeah, that that's They're not allowed. Isn't that what did though? Didn't Do we want to be the the high water mark for not breaking embargo? <laughs> right, you're gonna edit all this out, obviously. So anyways, yeah, that that'll be an interesting set of reviews when they go up. Um <laughs> well, It I mean, sucks that we have to be so cryptic after that, but uh so yeah, the party chat thing did that. How do you guys feel about that? I think it's it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, like the private servers thing is one thing, but I am paying for Xbox Live for party chat among other things. I mean, there are certain things that I yeah I thought Arthur was right. There are certain things that I didn't think you could break when you make a game for Xbox, and, like it's it's, and it seems yeah. like people keep doing it all the time. Well, I mean, party chat wasn't necessarily available when the first one came out. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't. But I mean, it's. The nature of the guide means that they can implement new features without breaking existing stuff. Mm. Like, and the fact that they're prohibiting. I mean, what is it for? Feature. To prevent cheaters? Because then, why can't people just be an event on a computer yeah. talking if they wanted to cheat? Yeah. You know, I, I really, it really doesn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, to me, it really looks like a. To me, it seems like Infinity Ward is really going like complete control freak on Call of Duty 2. It's like and for PC like, players. we are going to say how you're going to play our game. It's period. like for, for PC players, they're like, well, we want to make it a more accessible experience for everybody. And then for console gamers, they're like, we want this played a certain fucking way. If you're not hardcore enough, then you play a different mode. That Yeah. that I mean, that is the direction they're going. But I think that a lot of the hardcore, super hardcore niche fans are going to appreciate that. I mean, yeah. They like do. Threads, I have do. seen some people that do appreciate that, but... Well, like, the the thing that pisses me off the most is they're like, good, that will solve cheating. I mean, first of all, it won't. No, and second not of all, at all. If they want to fix cheating, then they should make some... Uh, then first of all, you should not be able to see what the other team is doing when you're dead. And that's the whole thing, is that, like, Punkbuster, you know, like, Punkbuster proves that putting up an impediment does not fix cheating. Yeah. Because you put up Punkbuster and then people are like, oh, you put a new version of Punkbuster. I better find a way to make my cheat work. And they fucking hack through it and do it. Same thing. If you put up a thing where people can't talk in party chat, they're just going to call each other on their cell phone or something, like or text, or yeah, or or to, or just talk over like their PS3 or something else. I mean, they will find a way to but do it. Arthur does have a point though. Like, if if they don't want people cheating, instead of like getting rid of party chat, they should have just like made get it rid of the so ghost the hardcore, cam. In those yeah, modes. the ghost like, cam. Have someone just fucking stand still, or that would have made more sense. Or make it so that someone can be useful when they're dead in a way that isn't like spying on the or fucking. Or do other like team. they do in a lot of other games where you can't talk to your team when you're dead. Well, that would still circumvent party chat. But I'm just saying that you can well, do that. Well, when you died in the hardcore modes, it, and regardless in Does it? the yeah. current Modern Warfare, okay, you can't talk to your teammates when you die. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't. I don't know that because I don't play with my headset. Like it's in normal such, chat enough. Like, A, it's such a fucking half-assed implementation of a way to, to fix cheating that isn't going to fix anything. And B, it's circumventing, like, my ability to socialize with my friends in the way that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Or because, talk to people that aren't even in the same game as you. Yeah, I mean, like, how often do we, like, jump on Xbox Live and we're in a party talking about shit that has nothing to do with the game? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, it's just, I mean, it just seems like complete bullshit to me, man. Like, I played a lot of Modern Warfare online. 
And I mean, I can, like I said, you know, so this, yeah, I can count on one hand like the amount of times I felt like the other people were genuinely some way cheating. But like, can I count on two hands the amount of times I've been completely annoyed by a bunch of loud mouse and and you know on the servers? Like, no, I mean, yeah, that it, is much more of a problem for me than cheating. It just means that I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna play those those playlists. Yeah, you gonna play hardcore with us? No, I'm not. You why? Just, so I can. Why don't you just so I can either them, hear you like, grief you everyone or hear a bunch of people saying faggot and and the n word yeah. over yeah. and over again. Like that's not. Oh interesting man, there was a funny thread that went up on uh, the Xbox official forums about some parent that was like, "I'm going to bring my lawyer into this. You've now banned my son from your service twice, and uh, this is not right." And then the 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 dude that happens all the time. The administrator responded, and he's like, "I would just like to pull a quote from your son's biography for you." And it's like he like talks about all those lazy and blank 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 oh, and all serious? this stuff, and the mom's like, oh oh. Uh, <laughs> She's not. Like, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have taught him those things. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I tweeted, I think like earlier in the week. If you if you really want to just read something and be amused, you should definitely look like go to the official Xbox forums and read the my console was banned or my live tag were banned threads because people will just like post the most bullshit reasons and like freak the fuck out and the live team just shut them down over and over again yeah and although a listener did alert uh, alert send an email to us alerting us to an, yes. I- an issue of with forza the right was it forza the guy who did a a pro like breast cancer thing and he got banned because it said, said breast, breast cancer really? <laughs> i mean did he appeal and did they reinstate his shit um you know i'm not sure when i uh they probably just have bots that search out. I mean, banning yeah. gamer tags is one thing. Like people have definitely had their gamer tags banned for yeah. stupid shit. But banning of consoles, like they go through such a strenuous process to do that, mm. and they don't even. I mean, you really have to be obvious about modding your console to get your fucking shit banned. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything else? Yeah. What else? Is that it for you? Is that all you've been playing? Did you guys hear about the nine versus nine news on PC? Yeah. The what? Yes, the the sixteen player cap on PC. Uh, I just heard that today because Tyler said something about it. Sixteen? Oh, did I say? Oh, I mean eighteen. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean that. The PC players I know to some extent that's like a mixed thing. Like they like it and don't like it. They like it because a lot of those maps are designed Mm -hmm. around that idea, anyways. And sometimes Mm -hmm. when you get on those maps and there's like twelve on twelve, it just starts feeling really stupid. So right. that could be a really good thing. They're really the crippling the PC audience, though. It huh? just really they, yeah. I, I agree. I'm really shocked because a lot of the people at Infinity Ward came from the mod community, and it just it baffles me. Well, I mean, it probably comes down to the fact that they know where the money's at. I mean, it's, Activision it's, or Infinity that Ward? and, both. and uh, I, both. I, yeah. I just really think that they've let. You know, I mean, Call of Duty is an amazing game, and it's. I think it's like they're just letting it go to their head, and they're just going to dictate how you were going to play their like game. Like, the stories that I hear are that they wanted Modern Warfare to be Call of Duty 2, but they, uh, basically, to get console development kits, they said that they would do another World War II game. Mm. So, this is why. Like, they, they've wanted to go in the console direction since Call of Duty 2. Now, people I know that have been in this industry for a long time, though, Tyler, have told me that those dudes that made the company have had pretty big heads about how great they were ever since they first left EA. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you'd have to be pretty confident in your abilities to leave Medal of Honor to go make another Medal of Honor game. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's cool. And like, you know, I'm a Kanye West fan. Cool, and like, you know, someone who's opposed <laughs> to like being completely full of yourself. But at the same time, like, I've I've really been feeling lately like uh, I'm not a big PC gamer, but I don't like to see PC culture being taken away from them. Yeah, I feel and that's like, what I feel like is happening. Like the matchmaking thing makes sense to me if they were going to run their own dedicated servers, and they still haven't really given a definitive answer on whether or not that's what's going to happen. The like, did you hear about the Infinity Ward Net thing that? They're yeah, I, I know about IW.net, yeah. but they haven't said if that's just going to be a matchmaking service or if it's going to be matchmaking with their own servers. Like they, he, their new line for everything that anyone asks them is wait until the game comes out and experience it for yourself. And it, I, I just don't understand what the fuck their marketing department thinks, like, is doing. Like, the, what their PR is thinking. Like, it's like they've decided that they're going to try to fucking hobble themselves as much well, I mean, as possible they, in the two weeks before that game comes they out. They know that they're a mainstream title now, and they don't really... And they know that game's going to get nothing yeah, but fucking Yeah, I mean, it's going to get ridiculous. And, and it's already the most pre-ordered game ever, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, you know, they just they, at this point they do know. They look at the pre-order numbers and stuff and just think, well, fuck it. I'm buying my yacht yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, putting gold on my helicopter. Have you seen the reviews on Amazon for the PC version though? It's like one star. Yeah, but I mean, what, that's still <laughs> well, obviously games. Amazon user reviews. They can yeah. go up and throw that up there. You go look yeah. on anything on Amazon, and it's like one star and five star reviews. Amazon is so easily gamed with their reviews and their ratings and their tags. <laughs> I so. mean. People have done that in the past, too, about other products or people that have said bad shit. They'll go on and just troll that person's product on Amazon and just drag it down. Mm-hmm. Or so. write a script to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all of that, even, like, I could live with. Like, that's, like, a gameplay choice. But then you have the whole the video thing that we were talking about yeah. in the car, like, the Fags video. Yeah, like, man, that's crazy. That just that's absolutely insane. like I don't under, I, it wasn't an official video but it was put in their official video channel Tanya, and they just it. know they got so much money I just imagine them all sitting around in their room being like we have so much money what are we gonna do uh, let's, let's fucking let's go out and fucking kidnap a homeless person and hunt them with guns <laughs> we can afford that you know what you know, can we get John Claude Van Damme yeah can we get Ice Cube or Ice Tea it was Ice Tea and what yes. you're thinking of but John Claude Van Damme did the same movie basically <laughs> With Lance well, Henriksen. There was also another movie called The Pest with John Leguizamo where uh, he was hunted. Yes. Yeah, see? That's, I, I don't know. I'm not surprised that she brought up the John so Leguizamo movie. So all three of those movie. actors need to do another movie. But uh, I honestly imagine that anyone from Infinity Ward or Activision at this point would like drop money on the floor and then make him disappear, you know, like Batman or something with smoke. <laughs> They're like, like smoke ask bomb? him a fucking question, like, they what about that bag video? Throw money. money down, psh, I'm gone. That's funny. I, I, I mean, I don't know. This is the way that EA started behaving before EA went, took a nosedive. Mm. So, well, and then there was that thing today too, where uh, they they had some community event talking to people through Best Buy somehow, Best Buy community event, and uh, they you know someone brought up the petition and like their response was like, oh yeah, we we heard that four hundred of those signatures were illegitimate and signed two times or or four times or whatever. It's just like internet on, petitions dude. mean nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I mean that's just, okay. That's not true. There are internet petitions that might mean something, but internet petitions about video games mean nothing. You think so? To video game companies, yeah, yeah. yeah they, for they, sure. Who cares? Mm-hmm. They don't. Care. But still, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they didn't have to respond that way. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if I was in their shoes, though, I'd feel the same way. Like, 
the the dust in the shirt off the yeah. dirt off their shoulders, man. That's yeah. what I'm scared of. Like, one day they're gonna reach a point where they just don't care. They throw bling on whatever they want and then expect people to eat it up. You know. Like, well, so far that's working. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, so I mean, so far every game Infinity Ward has made has been well a, a sterling example of like the best gameplay of that genre for yeah. the time yeah. it was released. Yeah, I mean, just yep. go read the previews, though, for this one, too, and it doesn't sound like this one's going to be any, any different. different Next one's to... going to be, like, Pimp My Ride, Modern Warfare Edition. I bet you'd be good if anyone could do a good Pimp My Ride game. <laughs> Apparently it'd be Infinity Ward. Yeah. Mm. I mean, as much as, as as much as I don't like their behavior recently, like, I, I fully admit I'm going to love the shit out of Modern Warfare 2. And... <laughs> I wrote a news story saying something like that on GameSpine. Someone replied like something like, "You're dumb for supporting a broken game." <laughs> well, on, ga- on, ga- on games, let's be clear. On GameSpy, someone will always find something negative to say. So. I-, I-, I think they're hilarious. The comment. I think some of them are, and then I think a lot of them are just idiots. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I don't fucking care to. I do it all the time. It's some, just, some, today this some is guy, especially funny to me because right now your hair is standing up more than usual. <laughs> it's because I've probably run my fingers through my head a lot today. But uh, today, some guy emailed us to the GameSpy feedback, and he was like, "You know, they, we get all the feedback emails. So when people email about GameSpy technology, we get those too, even yeah. though that has nothing to do with us." I've sent you like ten of those, and so we got one today that was just <laughs> it was titled it was titled no shit it was titled Left Behind, and I was like, "What?" And this person was like, "Hey, I'm trying to play Left Behind online." And I don't know if how to. Is there like a book or something I could read that could teach me how to play? And I wrote out the email, and then I was like, I can't send this. I'll get in trouble. Because I said, this is the only book you need, and I linked them to a Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your strategy guide. That's when you, like, sign on to Ryan Scott's computer and send it up. (laughs) You know, you look like Ryan. You actually look like a mini Sterling. Uh, well, Well, except I'm not black. Like, you know. Okay, you look like a slightly lighter mini Sterling. Yeah, because mm. Sterling's a big dude, man. Your, gi- your diet Sterling. Yeah. I had to deal with something ridiculous today. Not that you guys care or anything. So no, but I do. Was it? Sure. What was it? I do care. There was this, I'm curious. There's this dude who made four accounts with the same IP, same guy, and he kept Obviously. saying, and I banned him, and then he was like, you, f- you know, what the fuck, you banned my friend, I'm going to... Like, tell everyone that, you know... So he was signing in as his friend? Yeah. As himself? Like, three friends, and he was threatening me each time with, like, something ridiculous. Maybe like, he has multiple personalities. I'm gonna tell disorder. everyone that you, uh, you're you an ex-bot. Like, I'll do it. I'm just like, <laughs> alright. You don't know the clout I have in our community. <laughs> I'm a big shot here. I'm such a big shot, I have to make up my own friends. Like, I'm gonna tell everyone that you really don't play games. Next week on Rebel FM, we talk shit about the few listeners we have left. <laughs> insult this show no i mean that's the thing is that our listeners and stuff in general are awesome yeah i'm being totally serious they are like right. i know you are it just sounds like the biggest like backpedaling. No, no no it's not backpedaling. look i mean GameSpy has some people mm-hmm. a minority of people in my opinion that comment and are really smart and appreciate what we're doing and then we just have all these people that are just like inconsolable rage knots like it pisses me off to no end I, 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 I wouldn't say a minority a of smart people. Inconsolable rage not. <laughs> There's some pretty funny comments on GameSpot. Sometimes like, that's the thing is that we is that really some of the old audience like, is really like some of the old guys. audience that's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. They're they're really smart and they have some really intelligent things to say. It's these new people that we get that are coming from our dig traffic and stuff mm-hmm. that come on the site that are like they just say the stupidest shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't hate all of the GameSpot audience, but it is sad that it is a minority of people that have good intelligent things to say. 
Speaking about your listeners, when I was at PAX, one of them actually said that, uh, like, you're Tina from that one Rebel FM episode, right? Yeah, I heard about ah! you before. <laughs> was, oh, man. Yeah. No, it was cool. Told, What's up, man? I got my own podcast. Yeah, like, I was so ready for this really tiny website, One Up. Oh, they didn't Dang. even know, but, like, it, the sign was right above my head. They're ah. just like, oh, you're Tina from Rebel FM, right? So, you guys have good well. listeners. Anyways, off track. We do have some really cool listeners. We do. Um, we need to eat those cookies at some point that that guy brought us from Japan. Uh, oh, for real? Yeah, those are still just sitting in our cabinet. It's not that I just don't eat sweets that often. Yeah, and it's in such nice wrapping. It's like Christmas. It is true. It's very beautiful. Um, Maybe we should for we should get a Christmas tree and put them under it. Yeah, we will. So we've gotten a little off topic. Sorry. <laughs> what have you been playing, Tyler? Dude, I finished the Ballad of Gay Tony, and it. I uh, you know I loved. When Lost did it come out? Uh, it Tuesday came out last yeah. week, last Wednesday. Okay. Oh, last Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah, because uh, I guess Wednesday is when the PSN stuff goes up too, right? So they came out the same day? Yeah. No, Thursday, Thursday? is PSN stuff. Okay, well, it came out last Wednesday. And uh, yeah, man, I, I played all the way through it, and and as much as I love Lost in the Dam, as much as I love GTA 4, this really is the best like Grand Theft Auto 4 package out there. Like, you know, if, if you weren't too sold on the missions in the, the original Grand Theft Auto, Gay Tony really might could convert some people hmm. just because it's like it's insane it's it's grand theft auto stunt missions basically they just find reasons to put you in a helicopter take you above the city and, and say jump out i heard the skydiving works really well too yeah yeah it, 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 you know it's super fun i mean it, it it controls a lot like the skydiving in san andreas and uh and they even like they, they even have like moments straight out of like point break you know that old keanu reeves and uh uh, is pa- Patrick Swayze movie? Yeah, I know about that because you know, the other day Arthur was fucking watching it. It was on TV in HD. <laughs> and, and That's you know such what? a great movie. They they covered that movie on Mythbusters too. They did the yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. How they would have died. And that's the scene they recreate in Grand Theft Auto. You jump out of a fucking as Patrick Swayze said, they would have been meat waffles. Yeah, but uh, man, I yeah, Ballet Tony and and not not only are the missions really great and. And they just instantly throw you into a lot of action where, like, Lost in the Dam felt like a lot of sort of gunplay action. But Ballad of Gay Tony, what I felt like they've really gotten good at, especially with Liberty City, is knowing where to put good chases and, like, chases that don't always fuck you up. Because I felt like in Grand Theft Auto 4 and Lost in the Damned, if I was in a chase, I might have to, like, restart because, like, oh, I didn't catch there was this one jump I had to do just right. Whereas, like, Gay Tony, I felt like the whole way... It was pretty clear and concise, you know, where I was supposed to go, and uh, and not only the missions too, man, but the story. It's my favorite story of uh, of GTA so far. I don't know, I love it. Isn't there new weapons and stuff? Available yeah, there's actually too? quite a few. Every uh, every category of weapon has a new weapon. So like, there's a new SMG you get right off the bat that's amazing, and then uh, there's one character. Uh, that, that, pretty universally, Yusef, is that you're going to talk about? Yeah. Yusef. I've heard he is like the the guy you come away from this game loving. Oh, dude, he's so great. Even though he is incredibly offensive. He he is, but it's in it's in like one of those like teddy bear offensive ways. Like, oh. Teddy bear offensive. I, yeah, I don't know. I just made that term up. Polite racism. <laughs> not, 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 not like polite. He He's just trying to be... He's, he's this Arab dude, and he's trying to be all like hip-hop culture, so he always says the N-word. And, like, Luis is always giving him shit. Like, man, you need to cut out with that shit, man. Stop saying that. 
But he all he keeps saying it. And You're not the only one who felt that way. So it's like but, anyone that played it, I've has always come away feeling exactly oh, the way you feel. He's so about him. lovable, though. I mean, he is. He's one of my favorite characters in all of Grand Theft Auto. Is he the one that? Is he what's his name's brother? No. Or okay. So that, you also that, that, see that character's Mori. So you see Brucey's brother. Brucey's brother, which is interesting because you get a complete different view oh, on Brucey, Bruce. Right? Yeah, yes, I heard about that. One hundred percent. It's like. What we know of Bruce is he's kind of a... Punk bitch. Well... A bro. From Grand Theft Auto 4, we don't know him as a punk bitch. We know him. He, he's kind of like a, like, let's go do some action shit. You know, he's, he, he seems like more of a meathead. Hmm. But what you see is when he's around his brother, their dynamic completely changes his personality, and he's basically a punk bitch the whole time. <laughs> so that's really interesting, too. And, uh... Oh, man, I could just go on and on. Like, we... You know, there's... There's there, there's a bunch of like club missions you can do, you know, since Gay Tony is a club owner. You can go in club and like basically you bounce. You know, you walk around, you look for douches, causing trouble and you throw them out, but the cool thing is it's just like the little details like when you're walking in the club and you're near the dance floor like he starts like jamming his head into into the rhythm with the music and there's like drinking games in there, isn't there? Yeah, like yeah. I watched I watched Will do like a champagne thing and he won and then he was up on the second floor of the club and he fucking fell down the stairs. And then walked on the dance floor and just started like drunken dancing with these girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's even you can even get on the dance floor and like get in dance mini games too. It's huh. it's really great. And uh, and it, n- not only are the missions and the story and all this great, but they also this one has a lot more content than even the Lost and the Damned have had. Uh, you know, so it's like they have drug wars just like Lost and the Damned, but they also have a a shit ton of parachute missions where like everywhere you look on the map. There's an icon, a parachute icon, where you can start like a parachute game. So it's not in in previous GTA's the parachute was sort of like the rare item you would fly to the top of this one building to get. But in Gay Tony, their general attitude is just we're going to give you everything you want, and you are not going to have to pay for it. You're not going to have to, you know, even even the missions where you're killing lots of dudes, you never end a mission with cops on you, not once. It's like you're the most suave fucking muscle in Liberty City. So if you had to tell someone that didn't own GTA 4, like, would you tell them just buy the episodes from Liberty Cities, don't even get GTA 4? Like, I almost feel like the way that people always describe those experiences, it almost sounds like just, like, the better option uh, just to get the two episodes. I like, would not say GTA that, yeah. isn't bad on its own, but if you no, just were like, no. you know, it's like I mean, you get a short, more concise experience What is, like... What I would ask of those people, it's like, what kind of person are you? Are you a person <laughs> what kind, that... What kind of guy you are? What kind of guy you are? Are are you okay with like a slow burn? So like Grand Theft Auto Four, it starts really slow. Like you know, you start in the slums and you work your way up. Whereas Gay Tony, it's like you're starting. It starts at the, off very fabulous. You're, you're starting at the end of a Grand Theft Auto, like when you have everything. So Meaning in that sense, like yes. The financial resources to do whatever you want. Finance, good apartment, a good car, always. Uh, you know, guns at your apartment automatically. A full wardrobe automatically. You know, <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, but I love Grand Theft Auto in the first place. So, and and you know, it's as much as I love it. I don't think like Arthur. I know you have a problem with GTA games because you don't like the gameplay that much. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know that I call it a problem so much as I'm just not typically. Yeah, you kind of get bored the Auto. same way that yeah. I've played <laughs> Mass Effect, and I kind of I just kind of got over it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it would necessarily sell you. Like Once in the Damned, I had a lot of fun the time I played it, but. Yeah. 
it was like I had a lot of fun for about four hours, and then it seemed like the st- I I hit a wall as far as the story mm-hmm. was concerned, and then it was just doing like the Grand Theft Auto stuff that I find boring. Right. Yeah. And and, and for some reason, this one for Gay Tony, like you know, I love Lost in the Dam, but I I stretched it out over a long period of time where I would like put it away for a week and come back to it. But man, Gay Tony, I just I couldn't put it down. The missions are so fucking good. Gay for Gay Tony. I am gay for Gay Tony. <laughs> and it's there's some uh I don't know man it's great because like Luis and Gay Tony they're they're like the ultimate buddy duo I don't know they're they're just like the coolest team I heard I'm they glad, get, like they have a very believable like rapport like yeah like almost it's a little antagonistic at times but it's like out of uh-huh. love yeah yeah it is man and 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 one one thing I like what they did with Luis Lopez's character is like he's kind of completely... like me and Arthur except I'm Luis and he's Gay Tony. <laughs> Or you guys have which means true, both. which means he's successful and does a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah. oh. Definitely, yeah. It's bad. Yeah, people man. already that think I'm amazing. gay. You're not helping. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is one last question about it before we yeah. move on? Is the golfing any good? Because you can actually the golfing. Golf. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you can golf. I mean, the the, the golfing. It's very typical rock star mini game, which okay. in other words means no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what else? You know, like pool and rock stars. What else have you no been hitting fun. up? Did you end up hitting up that Ratchet and Clank that I gave you? I no, because he was fucking playing Gay Tony. I did I not love Ratchet and Clank. I played a lot of Borderlands. Did you? Did you play, okay, so let's talk about a little bit of Borderlands, and then we'll talk about some Ratchet and Clank. We'll talk about some yes, sir. So, like, I played to level twenty. That's about how far I am. That's and, pretty good. Which character? Um, I'm playing the sniper class, the hunter. Okay. So, like, at first when I started off, I thought his hawk was really weak sauce. His bat thing, isn't it a bat? <laughs> we just had a conversation earlier about awesome sauce being something that now officially <laughs> so, makes me stop reading anything I see. It so in. that's why when I said weak sauce, I immediately looked at our. Someone used awesome sauce <laughs> in our piece of writing. Yes. What people said that we're a little bit of snobby about talking shit about other people's writings, but I'm it's not honest, like I, I don't name think... names. I don't like talk. To, I'm, I'm I would, wouldn't walk up to their face the and say that, you are a piece of shit. The thing is that I don't think, and it's not like I'm saying that because I think my writing's perfect. But at least I'm like actively aware of these things and trying to improve. All these people are oblivious and are just content to collect a paycheck writing out, writing fucking baby babble. Moving on. I mean, just because I think something is... Just because I find something so offensive to my brain meat that it makes me want to stop reading it doesn't mean that that's the be-all, end-all appraisal of it. Like, I'm just saying that if I see awesome sauce in something, I am going to step away from my computer and go shit because it loosened my bowels so much really <laughs> you got to give those dudes credit they found a place where they could write like that you know yeah you know what I'm saying? The yeah internet. it's called e4g.info it's the internet <laughs> about video games um, fucking congratulations but yeah the so you know much- borderlands i mean i don't know people have been talking about it a lot and i you know i really probably don't have much to say than anyone else would have already said but like one thing Powered that was by games of, by. <laughs> one, one thing that was interesting uh not the version he's playing about my uh experience was I you know I'm playing with one of my best friends from Houston. Um, you guys met him, Mirrors, and he's never he's never played a, like a role playing game. He's never played a loot game ever, and so like this was his first experience. And the first night we sat down and played it, it was totally one of those mornings where oh shit, it's seven a.m. We've been playing all fucking night. That was uh, that, that was, was J- Jeremy, the guy's house. Okay. We, we hung out at and shot bottle rockets. Nice. Hell, like. 
My friends were holding on to the tips of the bottle rockets. You felt like a proud father, introducing him to like baby's first RPG. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did, you know, because he was like, "Oh, you know, I'm not familiar with these kind of games. This and that, dude." You're like, "Dude, you know how to shoot things." Yeah, and you know, if any of you out there have played Borderlands, he he got to level thirty in like three days. That's pretty. I mean, it's probably that it's like perfect for someone like him because he likes first person shooters, and then it's like RPG light. Like he only has to worry about like a very few Mm -hmm. stats. And he's and, never experienced loot games, so it's and also like, I mean the the re, it's really forgiving and and not punishing you for picking the wrong skills, mm-hmm. like the respect. Yeah, thing. I mean, you like, can reset your skills and that fucking any game that does sk- skill trees like that should have a cheap respect option. And at this point, like that game is just World of Warcraft so much made better. that pretty standard. Okay, World of Warcraft, but how much does it cost to respect? It it goes up in price. Each time, up to a certain price, and then Do you pay resets. dollars to, to respect? No, 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 you pay in-game gold. I mean, uh, right, in-game currency. What I'm saying is you don't pay, ex- like, ex- like, okay... There's no Earth dollars being spent. There's no experience No, 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 but, but, but what, what I'm right. saying, like, you, ha- you have ten points into your specialization, so when you respect, you're only going to have eight points? Like, do they take away... No, 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 no you get it all back. Oh, You get cool. it all back, yeah. It just That's doubles, rad. it just doubles, and it starts off, the first one's like five... And then after that, it's 10, 20. Uh, it keeps going up, doubles. Oh, okay. And then eventually, I think when it reaches like 1,000 or something, it resets back to 5. Um, so. hmm. Would you guys say like it's best in Borderlands to go down one specific tree all the way further? Or are you spread I went it all out? over the place. You spread it? I think you just sort of prioritize what sounds good, like I didn't what sounds like, like it might help you. I didn't like the bottom skills in like most of the soldiers' trees. I just went for all the skills which were in different trees that basically made him constantly regen health and shields. Okay. So I just made him, I just wanted, I just went instead of thinking like a, a tree I went for, I just think of like what I want him to be able to do, which was always have a ton of health and yeah, Armor. I heard about that. You would have to shoot your teammates in order to heal them, right? Have you still yeah. not played Borderlands? No, I have. Okay. But so, I haven't played Anthony. So, uh... Ratchet and Clank? He hasn't played it. She did. I did. Well, yeah, you two should talk. You played the new one? Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? I love it. Yeah? Why do you love it? Have you played the other Ratchet and Clanks? Uh, I played one of the other ones for PS2. I don't know which one. Uh, I couldn't tell you either. I yeah. the, I never played any Ratchet. There's been like eleven Ratchet games. Right? I think there's actually been five. Seven. Oh, there's two counting the games. DS. Okay, okay, not counting those. There's been just five. Seven, five really? for console. Just been tons. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, there's this the is the DLC, third PS3 game. Yeah. The the booty the well the booty the, the booty thing is more like a tiny. They consider quest quest for booty was like a six or seven hour game, wasn't yeah. it? No, it was like three hours. Oh. Uh. I mean, they still consider it, like, part of the, the main thing. It is. I mean, it ties the storyline. It is a part of the storyline. It's like a... Anyways. What, is, had, it, what thought... is it that you like about Ratchet and Clank? The humor, I guess. Yeah, the characters and the yeah. writing are really good in general. I mean, that's what I liked about all the of The voice acting is good. The voice yeah. acting in that is really good, even though they're going for the whole cheesy thing. They do the che- they do cheesy and cartoony without being, like, too cheesy. Stupid. Yeah. They it, doesn't it. Feel, it doesn't feel juvenile. Yeah, it feels kind of like watching a Pixar movie in a way, which is a high praise. I mean, it doesn't necessarily look as good, but it's, you know. Even one of the art guys was saying that, you know, those scenes that you see when you get a new weapon, those tutorial Yeah, those are actually my favorite part of the game. They were influenced by Pixar. Like, and these are, they're like animated scenes that that are like when you find a new plasma in Bioshock. 
yeah it's it's exactly like that that shows you what it's supposed to do and like how you use it um i feel i don't know it's weird because i've seen people say that like the clank stuff is sort of like the part where they're less interested in the game and they really like the ratchet stuff with the shooting and the Uh platforming i'm finding the ratchet stuff sort of monotonous and i'm finding the clank stuff the interesting part what's the difference uh well Clank doesn't have a gun. Like, Clank, uh-huh. you punch things, and then it's... He has that weird staff. Yeah, he has he a... Just... Like, Ratchet destroys everything, and Clank fixes stuff. Like, he has a staff oh. that will take something backwards through okay, damage and rebuild it. Okay, I've seen videos of this, yeah. Um, and he manipulates time. Yeah, and you manipulate time, basically, by throwing these bombs that slow things down. Like, let's say there's, like, this thing that's centrifuging around, and, and you can't step on it. You throw a bomb, and it slows down. And you jump jump on on it, it, and then you throw another bomb to the next one and jump before it hits it so that it slows the next one down while you're still in the air because you can only have one active at at once. Oh, cool. Um, So you basically like the puzzles more. I still really like the game a lot, but so far I I find it less engaging than the first Ratchet and Clank. Like the Clank Clank recording parts is the thing that I'm... I'm having a lot of fun. People say I just need to get farther. They said it gets better. How far did you get? I've only played for like two hours. I've I've played about about that much, like two or three hours, and and I don't. I mean, I I'm doing the ratchet stuff, and some of it is fun. Um, I tried when I first started up. I tried using the third person shooter controls, and that was a fucking mistake. (laughs) That game does not control well as a third person shooter. No, it controls perfectly. You just need to lock on and yeah, jump around. The standard controls like. It made the game much more enjoyable. But I also, like... I don't know, like, the art design in the Clank levels seems much more cohesive and interesting than the art design in the Ratchet levels. Like, one... Was that you that posted a news story or something? That uh, this is going to be Insomniac's last game they plan on doing that'll run at 60 FPS? No, no, I didn't... Yeah, uh, and I totally understand that. That makes sense to me, because honestly, the cutscenes look more interesting than the... Yeah, because they the said if game. they were okay with just achieving a 30 frame per second, you know, where it still looks good, like, they could do better things with the graphics instead of being so set on the 60 frame thing that they make certain things look kind of dated now. Oh, okay, I get you. I mean, it's like we were talking about before, like, when we went up to the, when we went to Houston and every fucking TV in that hotel was running everything at, like, 120 hertz. Right. Like, it just looks like this weird sort of fucked up video public access show instead of a film. <laughs> <laughs> I like public access television. Well, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't look good in comparison to film. Like this is the argument that you were making, right? Yeah. Are you singing "Horse and Buggy Ride"? I was singing it very quietly, "Horse and Buggy Ride." Uh, <laughs> I and yeah, I just think that it would look more like the source material that it's clearly influenced by if it's stuck to that frame rate, and they could obviously make it look better. Right. And thirty frames a second. I've seen plenty of games that run that way, and they still look fine. Halo. Yeah, I mean, they still look fine. 60 frames per second sometimes looks even weird at times. I'm just not used to it. Um, what did you think of the space stuff? It's really simple. Like, it didn't feel particularly challenging. Yeah, I think they could have done a lot more with it, but... Like, I mean, I, did they... I didn't play the, the last one. Did it have, like, Z-axis stuff where you moved up and down in the spaceship? Or was it always just sort of like... It feels like I'm on an ice rink. Like yeah, in a buggy yeah. on an ice rink, just like moving side to side, like never moving up or down. They've had a lot of that, yeah. I mean, that's how, in some ways, like the Jack and Dexter game, at least the PSP one that I'm playing also feels where it's like you're mostly on a horizontal plane. You can move up and down, but you always come back recentered to this like flat plane where it's more about well, that's sliding to the right and to the left. Mm-hmm. 
I've heard some other people complain that the upgrades happen too often, but I like that. Like, I like that you're constantly upgrading well, and I like that you can and... affect when things upgrade by yeah. using them. I mean, having using as what equals upgrade is awesome. Oh, yeah, I like it when games do that, too. I appreciate yeah. when I can change all my weapon colors to green, too. Customization. <laughs> you oh, you that? can custom, yeah. customize, customize your weapon the colors, colors of your weapons. Oh, that can you? Me. Yep. I did not know that. I, I don't really care. Just check it out. Like, like one of the <laughs> guilty admits. <laughs> what? I'm not even going to admit this. No, tell me. No, I was going to say, gonna like, admit it now. back in the day when they first announced Army of Two, like, one of the things I thought was cool was, like, whoa, cool, you can, like, customize your guns and, like, make them gold and shit. Oh, man, that you're like, that's exactly why they did that shit. Because they know you people and your love friends. it. friends. We never hey. finished that game. No. Darling, and I suggested it one night, and you said no. No, I suggested it one night, and you said, it's like we take turns hating each other. I suggested it one night, and then you said no, and I said, fine, let's start, let's try Conflict and Night Ops, and then we did. And that was was a mistake. We played played about three minutes of it before we were like, this is unplayable. No, no, we played way more than that. Also, the other day, I thought you would like to know that I traded in a copy of uh, of, uh, a game that I know you reviewed, uh, Golden Compass. Didn't you review that? No, no, no. I oh, okay, I traded in a copy of the Golden Compass again. <laughs> but I did review How much do you think Golden Compass traded in for? Five dollars. Three dollars. Three dollars. That's the low. Uh, this was a fucking, like, Price is Right Arthur would win. Because he's closest, but he's still, no, I don't know, because he went over, but he's still the closest. 85 cents. PS3 version. No fucking what? way. 85 cents. Really? They're like, the package, yeah. They would sell the case for more than that. 85 wow. cents. Jesus Christ. Yep. You should, like, dissemble it like a car and just sell the parts. The guy, like, asked me, he's like, 85 cents, do you want this back? And I was like, no. God. It's sad oh. that game isn't even worth 85 cents. If you, if you ask me, I would pay you to take it. At least it's going to GameStop sitting on their shelf instead of a fucking landfill, although the distinction between the two is two. not for much. So. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to Ratchet for a second. Did you... Explore the environment to get more bolts. Yes. So I, I found it weird that, like, I find bolts running through shrubbage. Yeah. But I did it. The, the pre-order bonus for ordering off Amazon was extra bolts. I cool. See, I, I don't know. I'd prefer to find them because it's, like, a reward thing for, for looking. Well, and yeah, also I look for the golden... I, I like that... The that big golden bolts. ...that there are things to collect that yeah. aren't just, like... There's something the satisfying shit. about receiving all those bolts. Yeah, I watching them it, fly all over yeah. and come to you. I do find it weird that the upgrade mechanic for your ship is finding small small aliens and stuffing them into a can. Oh, yeah, yeah, the purple things. Yeah. The zony. The zony, the things that kidnap Ratchet or zony. kidnap Clank. So it's like, oh, you kidnapped my friend. I guess I'll just convert you into something to upgrade my ship with. Well, you're just, you just you get them and then they'll upgrade it for you because they turn into little hive mind slaves for That's you. That's what you tell yourself. Oh, what that I'm putting in them into slavery? It is what I tell if myself. If you open up, if you open up the hood of your ship, it's like little zony organs. That, no, it's it's just little down. zonies pedaling really fast. <laughs> zony, zony. Um, I love that the story is so lighthearted, but you can still get enjoyment out of it. I just it's a it's a it's a very lighthearted story, but yeah. it still has like some pretty depressing overtones. Like he's the last of his race. Something happened. Except that he's killed not them the all. last of his race. Right? There's that other guy. So, but, so he's looking for the other Lombaxes, yeah. cause that's the whole thing. But he, up until then, everyone's like, it's a real Lombax. I mean, I, I unfortunately, I think I made the mistake of reading, I, I can't remember if it was Sterling or Adam Sessler's review on G4, and they... I think it was Adam's. slip a pretty big... 
Adam was the, the guy. Who... I mean, the crux of the story, like the, basically the the conceit of the story. Yeah, well, don't say it here. Yeah, I won't. But I was. Oh, is it a pretty big deal? I mean, if you if you're playing it for the story, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know the two are separated at the beginning of the game. Is that what he's talking about? Well, they no, were no. separated at the end of part two. two or right, part right. And I mean, even when you start the game. beginning of Ratchet and Clank yeah. Future, the Kraken Time, it does show you that there's another Lombax, in case you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, and also, it's nice that they show you a recap video of what happened before while it's installing, so yeah. it's not just well, sitting there at an install screen. That is really awesome while it's installing. They show that, because they not only show you what happened in Future, but they also show you uh, what Quest happened in the Quest for Booty expansion as well. So, so you to don't catch you up. Yeah. So I didn't feel lost, like, story-wise. At all, yeah. That's what's really good about it. And also, Insomniac had a community day that I went to, and they let everyone get, like, autographed copies of the game, and that was nice. Oh, uh, see, that's why you have the game, then. I'm, like, the only person that probably, uh... Aww. I bought it. I'm actually giving my copy that was autographed away, so... Uh, <laughs> well, you're a better person than me, because yeah. I'm not giving away my Fortune Hunter edition of Uncharted. <laughs> it is mine. I know, right? You just opened dry eyes all big, Tyler. Will Tuttle got that, and he and he gave it to me. It's the only video game swag that I've ever really wanted to keep. Because they don't typically send out things for Silent Hill. I would want that too, but that's not a game they send out shit for. I, I I'm having a hard time thinking of the fucked up shit that they would send out for Silent Hill. Right. So that's I mean. They I mean, granted, if, if if it were the PR team for Dante's Inferno, chances are they just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't typically send out stuff for Silent Hill, and they don't typically send out that much stuff for Phoenix Wright. And I have did, to com- I have to compete with Ryan Scott for who gets that. Did you see the most recent thing that they sent out for the Dante's Inferno PR stuff? The Wrath Box. Mm-hmm. Oh, with a uh, what's his name? With Rick Roll. Yeah. Like that's not his name though. What's his name? Rick. Rick Astley. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, like you open up the box and it plays never going to give you up and it's like sealed under all this wood and they there's a bag open. in it that's a hammer and you basically have to destroy the box to get at this fucking sound thing to unplug it and make it stop. That's I at think, least more clever. Yeah, I, I like that idea <laughs> that's myself. That's pretty clever. It's better than the, the lust thing. Or and the, apparently or it the was, checks. It was yeah. super loud too. Like I, it, The dude from Bloody Disgusting like did a video of it it's like you could barely hear him talking over Who's how loud bloody this disgusting thing was. and why are they it's getting a, it's like a, a website that does horror stuff so that wow. ties in with the Dante's Inferno huh. thing. They didn't send this box to any of the major outlets so, right? Like you I never saw one come in our office. Yeah. We can get one either. Maybe they knew better. Please don't send us that bullshit. Mainstream <laughs> press have been pretty down on Dante's Inferno on a regular basis basically since I just it think was that announced. game shows poorly. When it's shown they show like like a 5 minute chunk of it in this little like like captivated room where it just makes it like yeah. it just comes off as like such a god of war climate. I mean I don't it, know I just I I feel like Dead Space got a lot of the same lukewarm response until yeah, and, I, and again I think it came out and again I think it's because the way that they show these games they show them in such a way that you don't get any feel for what makes this game unique it just looks like oh this is a Resident Evil in space knockoff because they just show you you shooting monsters like it doesn't show you the crux of all of what makes it cool well, and they you. tend to show it in environments where it's like noisy you don't get an idea right. for the sound design it's like just some certain games do not show well like that. You really need to have like private viewings in a room. I'm really and interested to see how they pull off the ending if they follow the. Well, I never read Dante's Inferno. They'll follow it to an extent. I mean, I read Paradise Lost instead. I had a whole quarter devoted. I mean, they've definitely taken liberties. Like I, in that game, you get to judge people. All Dante right. didn't go around yeah. judging people, but in this game, you because there is like a good or evil you get thing. The- so, so someone tells you what they've done to get them there. And then you have to either, like, like, forget, let them be forgiven, 
or you have to punish them. And you get rewarded, like you gain, you gain for punishing them. And you gain for forgiving them. It's just what powers you're going to go for. Yeah. It's almost like a light side, dark side, Jedi Academy thing. When I played the full demo, um, they only had the, uh, the, the punishment built in, so I couldn't forgive anyone. Okay, I saw, I saw both. Dante. When you forgive, it's, you know, as boring as you would imagine, where punishing is much more... It just feel, it feels very tacked on. Like that's one of the few things in that game where I feel like oh, this doesn't really make any sense. Anthony Guy goes, "Forgiveness is boring." <laughs> that's why God doesn't forgive you. That's why you're still going to church every Sunday because you constantly need forgiveness because it's oh, fucking. I really boring. hope that family and that kid are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> Tim, I'm sorry. No, I'm just. Sorry, I man, I'm just fucking trying to get a rise out of people. And if I just got a rise out of you talking, talking about Dante's shop. Inferno, talking shop, fucking get a life. Um, you, you've read it though, right? No, no, damn. I've, I've been meaning to, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Tell us about it, Tina. I want to be a dick and tell you the end. No, no, nah, don't, don't, because people will get pissed off on the show and want to cut it out anyway. Right. I will be pissed off. Let's, I prefer to read it what? instead yeah. of having to the the poem, even though it, it might very, not be the same as the. It was very political for its time. They have some popes in hell and they're being punished that doesn't surprise me there's some popes that deserve to go to hell they've been in the papal office i want to see if they include that in dante's inferno that'll be interesting we'll see um tyler was there anything else that you'd played that you wanted to talk about one game but we we, uh south park tower defense hell yes i love that game all right let's talk Mm -hmm. about it well i mean we've talked about it before but but tina's also played it as the tower defense junkie yeah it's I really I want to play it with at least one other player because I'll it, play with you. Really, yeah. It, I mean, it's, okay. It's fun. You have it. You Co-op. It? Yeah. Okay. You can play what up to four. Yeah, you can. So he wanted to play with me, but I don't own it. Mm, yeah. I mean, what you know? Okay, you know, maybe he didn't want. You know play what is cool me. though? Like when you play, have you only played it single player, Tina? No, I've played it with four people. You have played it with four, but um, so like single player. What I do, like, when I have all the all the three other guys, like, you know, I'll basically use them as turrets, too. Like, go set them oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. places. That, that's actually yeah. part of the strategy. Because they won't move around on, yeah. the, on their own. I thought they would at first, and then I was like, well, shit, guys. And actually, if you want one of your characters to power up faster, you let the AI take over. Ah, And then, okay. yeah, use their power. That's cool. I'm boring Anthony here. Right. No, you're not. I was. Just... I, can be, I can rally you up. I uh, I like to use Team Awesome. Where I have Jimmy and Timmy on the, on my team. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> oh man, I haven't got that far to unlock those guys. I know you weren't boring me. Actually, it, it's just uh, I, my it's going to be a late night. And my brain, my brain shut off for a moment there. But Butters is a lot of fun to use. Does Butters he have special powers? Yeah, his, well, each character has one special ability mm-hmm. that you need to power up. Man, I would never use anybody but Butters because that's yeah. How what much does he I do? What's his special power? The episode. What, what? I forgot the episode. In the butt. <laughs> what, what? That would be good butt. if they used that song for his special ability, but they use uh, his tap dancing song. Do you remember what it is? I got something in my pocket or something. <laughs> Dude, does the fucking yes. scaffolding fall down on people? Is that what his ability is? <laughs> no, that would have oh, been awesome. damn. But he's like a tornado, and he's tap dancing really fast. Oh, what okay. is, what does he song? do as his normal attack? He throws snowballs. Yeah, yeah like everyone else. Just throws yeah. Snowballs. Oh, just throws snowballs. Okay. Yeah. Cartman has a cool special ability. He just says, God damn you guys. What do the handicapped children do? The handicapable children. They they have tornadoes too, but yeah, don't ruin this for me. I live. I was. I, I, I was. Shut up. I love when he throws snowballs. It's bad because he uses his feet. I don't know why that humor is. It's good to know feet? that Tina is comfortable being on the podcast. Comfortable enough to basically tell you to shut up. 
<laughs> she thinks I'm going to constantly give her shit because she makes fun of retards all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I'm just messing with her. Well, some, now, midgets, uh, on the other hand. <laughs> oh, God. Like that one time you told everyone that, I, you know, I did drugs and then everyone believed it. For like I know. Months. I know. Tina doesn't do drugs. Really? No. No, but I'm, I'm do clean. A lot. <laughs> so South Park Tower Defense as a Tower Defense God, junkie. You know what's weird? Like, I, it's the first Tower Defense game that I've that I played where there's a lot of like button mashing because you're always throwing snowballs. Like, oh, you have yeah. to say that. You, you have to like, tell them to throw snowballs. You have to, It's like a button presses. Like, well, or you if can you hold, hold not, down, not for your AI. like they throw a stronger snowball. You can, you can hold the A button down so you don't mash. Yeah, yeah. If you hold the A button down, it charges it, and then yeah. you let go, and it throws a stronger snowball. Yeah. But, I mean, if if you're playing by yourself, or even with other people, you don't necessarily always have to throw snowballs. You can just be setting up and upgrading the... Right, the okay. and stuff. Yeah, I guess just so far, like, maybe I'm just uh, early into the game where I'm not getting a lot of money, so it's like, I'll do my towers and upgrade and everything, and it's like, kind of like, I don't have any money anymore, it so, so it's like, I have to go through Then, you're, then of, you're spending it wrong. That's yeah. what that's yeah, what it I'm You're fucking up. And you, I, Stop sucking, Tyler. <laughs> right. Yeah. You gotta invest in the fireworks. You gotta upgrade that shit. You only need two or three of them, and you dominate. Nice. I I have a question. Uh, one of the first powers you get is like the power to repair towers. But like, how do how do towers get damaged? That's it, what I was thinking. Like, when does that ever happen? I've never repaired a tower. The first character, whoever you play right off the bat, Stan or whatever, or Kyle. It's yeah. like his thing repairs towers. Oh no, it doesn't repair towers. You you actually have a health bar. That was and loud. The enemies that get off Damn. get away from you. Bring down the health meter, and then Stan just, yeah, just uh, gives you more health, basically. He's uh, like a med pack. Think of it that okay. way. Okay. Got it. Because you, one thing that's weird is, like, usually with tower defense games, I feel more in control, but, like, I feel like randomly, like, shit, like, a whole bunch of guys just got through right now. Like, how did that happen? You know, like, the last wave, I did just fine. But, like, this wave, like, well, how did... Seven guys get past me. It's also about where you place your uh, turrets, and it's kind of like a trial and error at some yeah. in some levels because there's no way you can make a maze that quickly, like in your first try, initial run through of the yeah. game, and then know where like the enemies are going to go and stuff. So, yeah, right. see, I haven't unlocked all the towers either yet, so I'm I'm pretty early. In they game. get good. Like there's a, a tower that shoots three peace snowballs at enemies. Nice. It's pretty efficient. But okay. yeah, so far like I'm in, I'm enjoying the little cutscene parts. But any South Park fan would easily love this game. Yeah, yeah. It does seem like it's full of a lot of fan service mm-hmm. as far as yeah. all that goes, like the characters you play as and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's Anthony, cool. it's cool. What have you been playing? I'm only gonna talk about one game, and that's Metro 2033. Metro 2033. This did you end up the... writing the preview for that? I did. Do you even know what that is? No. I mean, I don't expect you to. Most people don't. It's by a small studio in Kiev. And, uh... And what? Kiev. Kiev. In Soviet Russia. Never mind. Yeah, well, yeah, I, it's, uh... Fuck. Why am I spacing out on what country that is? It's being developed, you know, Kiev is, is also... Is it Ukraine? Yeah, yeah. And Kiev is also where, uh, the stalker team is from. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be like your... What's that game? Our Darkness or whatever? No, no, no. Darkest this is not gonna days. be like, like, uh... The eight-man team? The... Yeah, I can't think of what that game's called. I think it's called Hour of Darkness. I think you're right. Or Darkest, yes. Yeah, the like one where you travel through time. And I talked horrible things about. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Metro 2033 is like... They've been hiding it for a long time because it's way, way far along at this point. It's like a 
probably about as far along as I would say like Red Dead Redemption is. Like when you saw that, you know, you were like, oh, that it's pretty done. Which is especially funny because I mean they were showing Stalker for like five or six years. Before right. That and shit I, came so out. I think I think they just want to. They didn't. They said they've intentionally been hiding this, which is easier because in Ukraine, probably you know people aren't going to come by and walk by and see it. And uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But I'm saying, you know, when people visit the EA studio and stuff, it's easy to eventually, like, and you, you hang out with these people all the yeah. time, it's easy for something to slip. No one's hanging out in, in Kiev and going to talk to these <laughs> fools, and all of a sudden it gets slipped out. So it's like 2033. Kiev is nice this time of year. 2033 is uh, the premises that, you know, Moscow, a lot of the subway stations are actually built deep enough to work as missile bunkers against nukes. That's why they were made that deep back Damn. in the day. Like, and so, so big like for reals and like, like for reals during the cold war they were oh made that way because shit. it was like if there was a nuclear attack people could run to those stations Damn. and they would be safe why didn't we think and of that? so the premise of it is that nuclear war does happen and You're uh in there. the only people that lived as far as they know are all the people that went to these few stations Isn't and so like- the stations have subsequently during the time you know fallout style have formed their own societies to where they, like they, a- they don't even get along with other stations necessarily the person you play on was born, I think, in the station. It's like if Embarcadero so was seen, at war with Montgomery. He's never actually seen the surface before. Will this game be the Fallout vault game that I always wanted? But the, the, the difference about this and Fallout is that this is like a real first-person shooter. Like Fallout, you know, the shooting's kind of clumsy and stuff. That's not why you played it. You didn't play it's it for an FPS. a lazy man shooter. And in this one, this one's still very it's much a fucking shooter. RPG. And in Fallout, you Shut your mouth. and in Fallout, you <laughs> used a lot of weapons that were like just beat-up-looking guns. In this one, you use a lot of guns that are like made from parts like like the shotgun we were using you could see like the springs and shit that someone had like found shit in the subway and was like i think i can make a thing that would smack a shotgun shell and fire it it's kind of like the bioshock weapons in some ways yeah as you upgraded them they looked crazier and crazier and more cobbled together and And didn't one of them have like a tomato can so in this game people trade pre-nuclear war bullets that's their that's their money every time you say nuclear it takes like a day off the end of my life Nuclear? Nuclear. What was I saying? Nuclear. 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 Oh. You were bushing it. Nah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's funny. Like That's usually like a southern thing to say. Is nuclear. Well, I come from a very redneck part of I mean, it, it was just propagated so much over the last eight years that it doesn't surprise me that someone would nuclear. say it. Nuclear. Yeah, well, I know how to say it. I, it's, I know how it's spelled, so it's like a... But anyways. So yeah, so pre-war bullets are what are traded for currency. Now I'm going to say it over and over again just to bother you. Um... And, and the uh, graphics look really good. It does from, look from really, really good. I mean, the, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to assemble sound bites that make you say "I suck," and every time you say that, I'm just going to put that over it. You would, but that would take a lot, a lot of time. It would take a lot of time. <laughs> I win. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it, it does look really cool. Like you fight monsters the way you do in Fallout and stuff. But uh, what kind uh, of uh, monsters? The, Why are there monsters? Well, I mean, what's the generic reason for that? Right, nuclear radiation. I, I mean, they look dog filtered beasts, into the vaults, or? and that would make sense in Moscow. I mean, they have a really bad problem and stuff there with like wild dogs running around in the stations and stuff. Really? So, hmm. Yeah, and there's like pig monsters probably um, down man, in the station. Man, bear, pig. That's actually pig. so we had to put subheads on the preview, so and mine was my sub hair. My subhead was man, bear, pig, and so uh, I've heard that before somewhere. It's, it's from South Park, isn't it? Yeah, didn't you see yeah. the Imagination Land special He's where half Al, man, Gore, Al Gore actually half gets? Bear. Half pig. Man, man bear, bear pig. pig. Man bear pig crosses the barrier from Imagination Land and kills Al Gore. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, it is a really cool looking game. They do they they do like such a good job. It just has this feel of a world that's actually alive in the same way that Stalker sometimes had that. Except this has it even more so. Like just mm-hmm. when you see people running around and it almost kind of looks like when you see those really good parts of the original Terminator and they show brief clips of the future. And it's like people living in those fucked up underground little city mm-hmm. dwellings, kids killing rats and stuff. It's got that same feeling when you're seeing all this. So is it a little bit creepy? I mean, I can imagine that yeah, it's I mean, not it's, always like lit up. In I mean, everything's areas, manpowered. Right? So like during one part I watched, they were like pumping a handcart and like trying to get from, they were trying to do a peace envoy to another station that they've never gotten along with or something. And they were bringing medical supplies. And so they were on like one of those pumping like hand carts because there's no electricity. A mine cart. A mine cart, yeah. And so they're pumping it along and all of a sudden they get attacked by monsters and you're sitting there fending them off, you know, while that happens. And it's all extremely dark and, you know, your flashlight will run out of battery. So then you got to pull out your hand crank because there's no batteries anymore. So you have like a hand crank powered flashlight. I can see the Wii port now. Is it linear? Yeah, it's a it's a very linear. It's not like Stalker. It's like a guided experience. It's a very much a guided experience. Yeah, because so. I was watching the trailer, and the trailer seemed to allude that pretty much the whole game took place underground. But then you the do trailer, go to the surface a couple of times. Yeah, the trailer like panned out and showed this really detailed surface. Yeah, you like, do what? go up to the surface at times. Uh, they said that, but they did say that the primary portion of the game will take place underground. The majority of it is hmm. all. This is what I in the stations out of. So. Out of what? Fallout Three. I wish to play that. Why did you? I mean, I really I like know. the vault more. Like reason. Fallout. It's about the wasteland. I know. Not about the vaults. I just wish there, there could have been more time there. Like, I, I mean, think I, they I did agree. There are like exploring. six fucking vaults that you go to in Fallout 3. Like, you go into vaults so often. You I mean the vault first tech one? In the Fallout first 3. vault you spend time in? Yeah, I mean, I think they could have... Ah, uh, whatever. Let's move on. The game. <laughs> I, I'm like... Meh. Well, Anthony, you also played Fallout for your first time. It's recently. true. Um... But I, I don't want to talk too much about it, yeah. only because I've only played a couple a few yeah. hours. Yeah. I do like it. I mean, even the VAT stuff, which is a little like, like when you watch someone do it, it's very boring. But when you're shooter. doing it yourself, it's actually not so bad. Um, because, I mean, you still, like, you have to invest in being able to do those things. Well, that and shooting the other way isn't, that is not really an option. It, yeah. Until so, you're it's, much it's higher possible. level. It is possible. I've times. done it uh, sometimes, but... Yeah. Uh, it's just a waste of ammo when you start out. But yeah, so but I mean that aside, like even with me not being a huge fan of the vets thing, like just doing those quests and those stories are addictive enough that I just want to keep playing it. So far, I'm playing as a very good person. Did you well, get the bobblehead in the vault? No, I'm playing as mostly a good person. To be fair, I play whenever I play games where you can make choices. I tend to play them the way I imagine that I would do it in real life. So if someone wrongs me, I'm like, dude, you're dying. Like, that's all it comes down to it. Like, you're not walking away from this. <laughs> that's so. definitely how he is in real life. So. It's well, true, in he... a world where that where there's no fucking legal repercussions for that, yeah, I probably would be. <laughs> so, people my people I know can be glad. Nope, so, I'm, I'm afraid when, later. like, you know, our society and government fail, Anthony's going to come after me at night for making him run in Disneyland. I did just get a shotgun. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Arthur, Unfortunately, he's not really joking. There's a shotgun in our closet. Get out for a sound clip, Arthur. Did you want to? Uh, I know. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> rebel of them, bitches. <laughs> that would be a guitar solo after that. Arthur, did you want to talk about anything before we take a break? Um, I started Dragon Age today. Yeah, oh. and put about three or four hours into it. And did I've, you notice how ridiculous like the blood effects are? More. You get you're fucking. Cum- 
covered with blood. <laughs> yes, you do. Like, and it, then it goes it to a cutscene. Way into cutscenes, and like you were just covered. And in you're blood. straight face the whole time. Like it's all over your lips and eyes, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's there's this point where you go in and you're like going to this noble dude and his two guards, and they're like, oh, he's just an elf. Get him! And the nobleman's like, look at him. He's covered in blood. <laughs> Clearly, he killed people to get here. Oh, they do point that out? Like, this guy did. Yeah. I mean, no one else seems to point out. I mean, you can have romantic conversations covered in blood. It's like the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is there there ever, like, a last action hero scene where, like, someone just hands him a handkerchief in the next scene, like, he's completely clean? You do get clean pretty easy. (laughs) uh, I mean, not in that scenario. Like, you will stay bloody for that. It's funny that I was talking with Will about it, my boss, and he said there was definitely a part, like, in the beginning where he ran up and just killed, like, one rat, and then it went to a cutscene. And he was so covered in blood. He's like, it looked like I just picked the thing up and like smushed it all over my face. Like, <laughs> I could see that. I mean, yeah, there is a lot of blood, and did, it looks awful. Did you or anyone in your party die yet? Uh, yes, I have had people in my party. Well, they die, but they come right back after the battle is over. Have you started romancing anybody in your party no, yet? I basically just finished. The elf swings both ways. The, oh my god! I, I am playing as an elf rogue, so I could I could go after dudes. I suppose if that I makes really sense. No, no, the elf in an your party that you'll get swings oh, okay. both ways. The reason why I asked uh, if he died or not yet is because I heard that um, yeah, you never really die, but you get well. That's a standard like RPG dan- thing. Though, or something that's been like that? that way forever. Yeah, it's like even in Final Fantasy, you can always use a Phoenix down. Like you have to. Well, yeah, yeah, but like there, there are heal- there's one, a there's separate a kind of healing right, kit. For dying? Yeah, there's like a separate kind of healing kit that you have to use after someone comes back from the dead to re- repair status injuries. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. don't they get like like a he has a concussion which yeah. now does like X and X negative effects. Yeah, although it yeah. doesn't really like apparently I I mashed A or something past it and it didn't explain or whatever very well or I missed it. Like one of the I installed Dragon Age because I always do that because I've got the fat ass hard drive and I might as well and it makes load times faster. Although it is, I do find it introducing a weird sound issue pretty often, which is like the sound will just cut out for a second. Hmm. Do you have the um, dog in your party? Not yet, but I will probably because I talks. saved it. <gasps> stupid. They're super smart dogs. Yeah, they just choose not to talk in this world. Um, I actually didn't know that they talked, but thank you for you ruining. You didn't read any of the novels. No, I, I didn't realize that truly it was the Age of Dragons. Um, I. I told Anthony earlier that I feel like I'm enjoying it despite the game because presentationally, like graphically, even sound quality wise, it is such a step backwards from everything that we've come to expect from Bioware over the last couple of years. Like my, my friend Joe said, he, he, a lot of it to him feels like a lot of rehash from Neverwinter Nights. It does. It does feel like a lot of rehash from Neverwinter Nights. Um, on the 360, I don't know what the PC or PS3 version is, is like this, but I assume that the PS3 version will be because of the console's limited memory. The audio compression they use sounds fucking terrible. Hmm. It is like the worst compressed MP3 that you've ever heard. Probably because they have to fit so much voice yes. acting. Like, I remember before I installed it thinking, I'm so surprised that this is one disc, and then hearing the audio, I'm like, this is how they got it to fit on one fucking hmm. disc. Um, yeah, it almost and, looks like an MMO. Just yeah, to like, like graphically sure, speaking, you know, it me. does look like an MMO. It usually looks on the, on the, the crappy side of okay. And then occasionally it looks good, but generally it just looks okay to bad. Yeah, wait till you see the, the love-making scenes. Um, everyone looks like they're made of plastic. I know. Like, the love-making scenes look like rubbing right. two naked Barbie dolls against each other. 
That's Come on, the reason you guys to did it. that too. <laughs> For real, we made a stop motion little video of it. Of course, you we did. used Elmer's glue. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it burns. Uh, um. Guys, I, I mean, in the stories, is like is pretty boilerplate. And like the the twist so far that I've gotten is just like a standard fantasy trope, but the world building is really good and like really what, interesting. Like your father is evil. You were evil at one time. No, uh, my you... mother was a rogue because I'm a rogue. Okay. Um, and there's a betrayal that's like just so fucking predictable. Arthur, what do you mean by boilerplate? What do I think about boilerplate? No. What do you mean? What do you mean by boilerplate? I mean that it's like you have a stack of just like interchangeable things that you grab and stick in. To I mean, it's just space. so expected or commonly yeah. used, like just so common. It's just not exciting. It's just all. like this thing that you keep keep on the boilerplate, like for any random instance where you might need it, like where you've got that space to fill. This will be on the test later after the podcast. It will be. Um. Uh, yeah, I, but I mean, all those negative things being said, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, the console camera stuff means that it's, it can't be isometric. It's all like over-the-shoulder stuff, kind of like Mass Effect. And that has the side effect of making it play very much like an action RPG. Um, and since I'm a rogue, I have all sorts of like special abilities, and I have a lot of sword skills. So I'm constantly like doing a skill, waiting for it to cool down, doing a different skill, like, stunning someone, then doing, like, a special kind of attack, moving around to do critical hits and ba- and backstabs. Um, the system is very reminiscent of D&D, except the stat skills aren't limited to 18, like, which I didn't realize until I started looking at, like, different abilities, and, like, they have dexterity requirements of, like, 30 and stuff like that, but... No shit. Numbers. But it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm just... I I can't fucking believe that this is the same company that made Mass Effect because the presentation is so bad. You think so? It's getting like A's. I know it's getting tens. A's because it's a fucking 80-hour game with an extremely compelling, yes, I use the word compelling, with an extremely compelling fiction behind it and an interesting story. But, I mean, that is, it is getting those scores despite the fact that every character looks like a shmushmorshin. Shmushmorshin, I like that. I mean, there's games that you can play, though, that look ugly as, you know, sin, but you still enjoy. It's just one of them, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's just, true. But Mass Effect looks so fucking good, with the exception of frame rate issues. You know? Mm. And this does not. It's true, having the name Bioware on it. Kind it, of. it sets certain expectations. And, I mean, we've been saying this for months, that, Dragon Age, that we're like, Dragon Age does not look good. Yeah. And thinking, well, maybe it'll look better when we see it in person. But I've seen the PC version, the PS3 version, and the 360 version, and none of them look good. And most of the dialogue is just text, right? No, it's audio. No, it's all it's all spoken. You audio? also can't skip dialogue oh. that I've seen on the console version. Although that, I could be wrong. I might not be hitting the right button, but it never tells you what you're supposed to hit to skip dialogue. Um, That's when you, like, open palm. Yeah, like squeeze my hand on the controller in every way imaginable, yeah. hoping that it'll skip yeah. dialogue. Um, but I will be playing it as soon as we're done recording because I am enjoying it anyway. I met with Dr. Greg Zeshuk. Yeah, yesterday, right for game game night. Yeah, he actually said that visually it looks better on the PS3, and his explanation for it was that uh, I don't I forgot what the part is called, but there's this this thing in the PS3 that actually makes the visuals better because they have Blu-ray 
and they think that because of that, it makes the game look better. On That's PS3. interesting because every review I've read said that the PS3 is the worst looking version out of them. Huh. Yeah, but are they a doctor? I'm just saying. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly their eyes are less qualified to make that. I mean, I'd be interested to hear him explain that and to, yeah. to really look. But like... I'm just giving a hard time. Like the frame rate on the PS3 version is... Does he talk about it on the Game atrocious. Club? When you guys were recording it? Or not Game Club, Game oh, Night? Oh, Game Night? No. Game it was over dinner. He also oh. mentioned that you may or may not uh, be able to have sex with a dog. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm serious. There is no way in hell that's in the game. Maybe. Why would you say that? I think because I, it was with Tina. I, shut up. What is that supposed to mean? It means that people like giving you shit, Tina. And I say that because I like giving I you shit. I think they... It, it's it's not literally done. It's, it's suggested. You cannot like you fuck a dog it. and drag it. Oh, man. I'm going it, to It's suggested. I want to go after. You don't actually see it. <laughs> now everyone's going to go play to see if this is true. You cannot fuck it. We'll go ask your boyfriend. I'm going to walk in and he'll be fucking a dog. The doctor, he's playing it right the now. Doctor the said yeah, he's playing it on my 360 right now. Um, but right. Other, other than that, just more, just more Borderlands. Because these and, dogs which are I, smart. Which I talked about on co-op this week in Torchlight. Which they I'm got talking really, about next week on they co-op. They got really good personalities. Makes you love them. Love makes you them. love them. <laughs> makes you love them for two minutes. Um, I think you're. That's awfully optimistic. <laughs> Elmer's glue. Um, so let's take a break. All right. And then uh, we'll come back with Twitter topics. Yeah. And then I don't know if we're going to do a third segment or not. I think we should. We'll talk about it over the break. It's going right. to be called Tyler's Improv Songs. So much. Welcome, welcome back to our stupid show. At least you didn't do dub a dub a dub or whatever. Um, QQ more. All right. Let's. Uh, I know what that means because I live with WoW players. Oh really? I don't know what that means. Like, uh, QQ is like a term for crying, like whining, in, in internet speak. Oh. Because okay. if you put Q underscore Q, it looks like eyes that are crying. Don't oh, you I feel gotcha, like I a gotcha. worse person for knowing that now? Oh, okay. Delete speak. Let's go on to our Twitter topics. You guys helped us out with topics. Yay. QQ. It was too hard to think of them on our own. Boo. Okay, so this one's from uh, NTS Joker. Uh, he wants us to comment on the somewhat surprising success of Borderlands, question mark. Also, is there any chance of you guys ever live streaming a podcast? Hey, what, uh, what is he? How does he know it's successful? Well, I mean, the GameStop has said that Borderlands is selling really strongly and the sell through is high. Everyone on like your friends list. Is yeah, playing. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. He, I'm glad this is the first Twitter post because I wanted to bring this up. Like, you know, Michael Pactor at the beginning of the month famously said, "Like Borderlands was sent to die." But then again, just like you're saying, Tina, almost like all my friends on my friends list are playing Borderlands. 
Everybody's I'm surprised playing. to see Borderlands at the top of the MPD chart this month. I wouldn't either. I think everyone secretly loves cell shading and they just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Borderlands over Brutal Legends. It's easy on the eyes. Oh, well. You can play it fast. Uh, I, I definitely time. think Borderlands will outsell Brutal Legend. Yeah. Remember, the bet is that Brutal Legend on 360 will outsell Uncharted 2. 2, yeah. That is the bet. We will see, but we'll see. But yeah, and I'm I'm glad it's doing really well too because it's a great game, and I, you know it would it would be a shame if it were a game that that has gone overlooked. It's all right when you play single player, but I think it's the best when you play. Yeah, co-op. it's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be I, single player. I, I don't know. I actually I have the found opposite. a lot. Yeah, I, I like it better single player. single player. Really? But then again, the multiplayer. You don't like going outside at all. I hate people. <laughs> Oh man, to me it's it's way way the most fun. So I mean, is are are we surprised that it's successful? Is I, I mean, that's I guess that's what he wants to know. Like, what do we think of that? It's successful. I guess yes, because there wasn't much of a marketing budget behind it, right? And it's a no, brand that's new thing game. That I was I was thinking the opposite. I would be more surprised if it wasn't that I saw commercials for it on TV and all the, the fucking time. Actually, pretty good. And uh, not only the commercials, but like ads for it, two page spread and Wired. Like it has had a decent. Mm. Campaign. It fucking it has things in Wired that are made to look like articles that are advertisements. Yeah, yeah but it does say advertorial on it. Advertorial. Do you blame the the music group that made that song? No, I think that song fits the commercial very well. And the game, right? I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. that song's pretty bomb. Yeah, I like that. It, it's fitting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a little surprising to me just because you know, brand new game, and not only that, but it's like a first-person shooter with role-playing attached to the weapons. You know, I mean, I I didn't know how people were going to take to that, but yeah. it seems like a really it. popular. I'm glad in a way that actually, actually has shooting as opposed to Fallout Three, as we've been stressing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. and and also like it's a good win for Gearbox. You know, uh, Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway didn't do that well. No, it didn't. It was sold pretty disappointingly. From yeah, what I understand. So and good then, for them. I mean, Colonial Marines no longer has any sort of solid release date. Like Sega hasn't even committed to releasing it anymore. Right. I think, I think Sega said that the word on that was uh, how Alien vs. Predator yes. cells will determine the future of the, f- exactly. f- the series. And from what I've heard about Alien vs. Predators, I wouldn't get your hope up. Really? I, I thought that the... Yeah, I heard the same thing. That, that was, was a decent. very somber head shake I got from Anthony. The people right I now. saw that played it and that I work with that ended up writing stories about it that got screenshots sent to them said that all the screenshots they got sent were fucking bullshit. Bullshot. They were bull shots. Because oh, they were like, the game does not look shit. like this at all. They were like, the game looks like like two years older than this. These screenshots. That's weird because Rebellion just started on it. I mean, it's not like they've been working on it for that long. It's mm. only been like No, a I'm year just saying that that's what I'm trying to say, that the game looks dated. Like, really bad. Yeah. Really? Uh, well. When I saw it at E3, the way they were just showing the Predator. But to be fair, maybe it's better single player. This was all multiplayer. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it, it, the impression I got of the Predator was that it played a lot like Splinter Cell. Like it was very stealth focused. Except know. he's a big behemoth that can yeah. murder humans. I don't know. We'll hope, hope for the best. All right. Uh, next one from uh, from Lockno. Lock-no. And I, I mean, I will John see if Lock? you guys even get this. Uh, I'm an art history student, so that might be why I know what he's talking about. Uh, topic question Is Mizan seen the new compelling? <laughs> Let me see. I've Let heard see. you say that before. What what you, the, have you ever heard that term before? Mizan seen? No, I just want to see what he wrote. Maybe he just spelled it wrong. No, he spelled it right. Oh, what is it? Um, mise en scene is like a thing. Is like a French term from from film and theater. That's like 
setting or place like the blocking of a shot like the composition of of an environment and i mean so what are you talking about how is that the new compelling he i think he's implying that he's seeing it a lot and that it's overused but clearly that does not appear to be the case i don't think it's overused but it is it is a term that i've seen gain popularity recently Really? Yes. Because it's an odd term, and so when you hear it, it sticks out. Is he reading reviews on PBS or some shit? What? (laughs) That's too I mean, it is. It's generally (laughs) something that's limited more towards like serious critical dissection of film and. Yeah, I would. Ah, he's a friend to pretentious critical. A film term be used for a video game? I'm just. If you're going to use words that aren't in English, fucking dumb. Dumb. Elegant, He's We're so gonna definitely the laptop. The words now. that aren't American. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think the answer is uh, is no. Is yeah. Uh, there's, I, the short I answer to your question is no, and this is America. Oh. Um. Speak English, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Speak American. Sandman two twenty says, please discuss why Sony doesn't enforce PSN arcade demos. So frustrating. Yeah, I don't know that. Oh, yeah. And you know what's funny? Like, anecdotally, I was just the other day looking through the PSN store, and, you know, Jody, my girlfriend, walked in the room, and she was like, she was like, what is this? What, you know, it looks so old. It looks antiquated. And I was just saying, like, yeah, it kind of does. I mean, you know, I I was looking at the Pixel Junk uh, Monsters tab, Mm -hmm. and, like, if, okay, you know, if, if it's on Xbox and it's Xbox Live title... Like, all the other tabs that you can see scrolling out of it have stuff like videos you can look at, screenshots, trailers. It's just trailers, associated content. Other associated content. There's nothing like that on the PSN store. It's like, golly, it, it just seems so, like, long ago, like, I don't know, antiquated. Does he want the PR answer? The service is fucking free. Next. That's not the PR answer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think the PR answer would be that we want the PlayStation Network to be open and for developers to have as many choices as they as they can, whether they Spinning want to do a demo nice. or not. Yeah, it's I all mean, about developer choice. De- like a demo is something that Microsoft flat out said every game has to have this. The end, and it's built into the guide, like it's built into the infrastructure of well, every Xbox XBLA Live. game has to have it. Yeah, it's just built in. So, um, all right. No, so we don't why. know. Uh, I'm not privy to Sony's. Legal I mean, that's. Lease. I mean, it's Sony basically lets people do whatever. I'm sure if he had posted that question on the PlayStation Network uh, boards... He'd probably get the answer Arthur just said. Think so? Hmm. We give them choice. Choice, choice, choice. Choice, 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 choice. <laughs> choice, choice. Uh, Tollcover asks, What is the saddest or guy. most embarrassing thing that you ever saw at a GameStop or EB? Oh, I can tell you this right off the bat. Yes. One time <laughs> I was in a GameStop a few years ago. And I overheard a customer say, what's eco? And the guy behind the counter said, it's like an RPG. A role-playing game. Hmm. It is the farthest from a fucking role-playing game I could imagine. Other than maybe it's made by a Japanese company. <laughs> I don't know. Usually the saddest shit I hear is like, like when someone's trading in like their whole collection of old games and their console. And they're like, this is $30. And like, sweet. You're like, no, <laughs> not sweet. You can rip the fuck off. <laughs> or when you hear some mom that's like looking at a game that you know is really bad, and you're like, I should say something. I could save Chris. And then you like, realize, yeah. no, that kid probably deserves that shitty game. So you don't say anything. When I kidding. picked up my pre order for GTA 4, the guy asked if my boyfriend or brother wanted to also 
like reserve some other game that was coming out. Yeah, you probably hear a lot of sadder shit than we do. I also have been like, they always try to pander pink peripherals to me. Mm. Pink mm. DSs. It's nice. What else have I seen that's really sad? I'd get a pink DS. I saw a guy that was like maybe, I want to guess that he was in his 40s and he was with uh, someone that looked like his mom. And he asked her if he could buy Gears of War. And that was like, what, two years after it came out? That was cool. Yeah. That is some sad <laughs> shit. Yeah. Some other sad shit I've seen is when you see like a, you know, I don't know, some game that should be really doing really well and then you see it marked down to like nine ninety nine. That's like always what? kind of depressing. One of the saddest things I saw is like when they were trying to get rid of like Max Payne stock, Max Payne 2, and they were selling it for 50 cents on the counter. That was pretty sad. I get sad whenever I'm in there and I like hear parents sort of agonizing over how much the current gen systems cost, especially now. Like I've seen it happen a few times where they're I just the don't think a lot of it always cost been. so much. I just don't think still? they pro- they probably just didn't buy consoles before, and this is probably their first time. Or like they probably the- just assumed that they were way cheaper back in the day. Consoles have never stayed at the price they're at. As long as they have. Have you ever generation. walked into a store where the mom is like super careful about what she buys? Like she'll pick up a Wii game and then still go to the counter and ask, "Is this on the way? Can, is this? Can I use this with the controllers?" I want to put this in my VCR. And then the guy <laughs> explains to her that it only plays in the Cinco tape player. And he somehow convinces her to buy like the GameStop. Uh, oh, of course. And he's stuff. like, "You need five memory cards and four sticks and, just <laughs> and like, an edge card." You're like, "You don't need any of that." You want an it's Xbox or sixty hard drive magazine. to use on the Wii? <laughs> You know, I never got my copy of Epic Mickey Game Informer. It just never showed up. Well, GameStop, everyone. Good for nothing. Power to the fucking players. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, Mad Mex says, with the amount of games you play, do you ever find yourself bored with the lack of innovation this generation of gaming offers? Innovation? No. no. I don't agree with that Jesus at all. Jesus Christ, like, I feel so spoiled by games yeah. now. Like, games are so good. With the amount of games I play, though, I sometimes do sit there and reflect on my life. <laughs> what? Think that a better purchase might be a fucking bottle a of booze and a razor blade. <laughs> oh my god, shut up. <laughs> I wonder what games... You're such an overdramatic bitch. I wonder what games he's playing, though, that makes him think that it's kind of boring. No, I mean, I what, is it just because, like, I think it's just that their games are so, uh... I don't know. There are so many people putting out games now that it's like any given month there's a first-person shooter coming out, right? It isn't like mm-hmm. back in the day where there was le- less games coming out. I mean, maybe it just seems like that, but it just seems like there are so many games coming yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, I just couldn't disagree with that statement more. I mean, just look at... You don't even have to look at like AAA titles. Like, look at at the arcade titles specifically, like PSN games, Xbox Live Arcade games. I mean, those are taking not only old standards, but making completely new an interesting gameplay out of them. I hope you know? you're not talking about Flower. No, I, I mean, I'm talking stuff like Explosion Man, where you take, like, Explosion Platformer, like, yeah. how long has the Platformer been around? It's like to put a new little spin on it. Braid you know, comes Braid. out on PSN this week, by the way. Yeah, next week. Is it, oh, it's next week. All right, thanks, Newsman. I know. I was going to... I saw it. I was going to... I was, I was going <laughs> to... Uh, uh, Echo Chrome? Is that the one that Nick sent? a lot of blue shit. <laughs> okay, it, it, we if we did two hours based on that question, we would not have enough time to talk about all the PSN shit. games that Nick Sutner likes. A lot of green. Shit. There's a lot of good it's PSN shit. games, man. It's a lot of, um, a lot of games. <laughs> Shut up, B Boy Zilla asks, "Do you guys still buy print gaming mags?" I ask because I just got the new Play and Edge mags. Man, is it stupid packaging? Edge is like the only magazine. Plays pretty good. 
Plays pretty good too, but Edge is the only one that I will go out of my way to buy. Most other gaming mags, I'm just kind of meh. Play has a really good layout. Play has a great layout. I just think that in general, like Play is like one of those. Just play, did Play get rid of scores? I want to say they have. I think before. Play got rid of it's scores. One of, one of now, the right? futures publications. I think it's did. Play. They do a ton of just really long, in-depth feature pieces on studios and games and development. But back in the day, like huge art. And... Back in the day, Play scores were the ones that you and I always laughed about. I mean, I still laugh at Play. I mean, Play is unabashedly enthusiast about the stuff that they cover. Like, I think they gave like the most recent Sonic game like an eight or something like oh. that. Oh. <laughs> Sonic Unleashed? God damn, dude, I reviewed that. No, I think it was the Sonic before that, actually. Okay. <laughs> we were all laughing, just reminded me. Ah, never mind, sorry. Yeah, now I'm going to talk about something I, I get, really. I, get, <laughs> I couldn't get like, the first games? next gen Sonic game, this gen, I couldn't get past the first platform. Oh, dude. In the demo. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, how much well, that game You sucked. don't love them. I love Sonic. Play uh, Prince on really high gloss. The magazine looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really expensive for them to produce more than like any other magazine, right? Probably. Just because of the quality of the... Except for the new space. upcoming WoW magazine. That's probably pretty expensive to make. Mm. Uh, let's see. Hamburger. <laughs> Lois asks, how viable do you think the free-to-play model of gaming is? Will we see more or less games like uh, this man, in the you'll future? see way too many. I mean... I mean, clearly at, it's viable. Look at Free Realms. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that game had, like, 4 million subscribers in a month. I and, get... and every, like, free game that John Davison talked about this year, like, with millions I mean, I can't tell you just anecdotally, like, how many phone calls GameSpy gets a week of some publisher wanting to bring around a free-to-play MMO. Um, there's tons. There's I, tons, and there's more coming to America than ever. Like, I, th- I think a better question is whether or not free to play the free to play model for more hardcore genres. Yeah, I don't know. Even I'd, those, I'd be yeah. curious like, to see how Battlefield Heroes is doing. Look, like, look at League of Le- Le- look at League of Legends. Yeah, I would consider that. that game pretty hardcore. There's also Quake Arena, which Carmack has flat out said is not making the money that it needs to. Yeah. Right, like Quake Live, yeah, mean? Quake Live, mm-hmm. and then the and then Battlefield Heroes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how any of those are doing. I mean, League of Legends has a pretty strong community. That it plays seems it. like EA I don't is know pretty, how much money it's making. EA is pretty dedicated to Battlefield Heroes. Like they they keep supporting it, and it's going pretty strong. It's, it's Battleforge like. at this point is another game I think that's free to play. That's another EA game that was mm-hmm. originally purchased, but now it's free. And they're just and, going off the pay to play. And I mean, we've seen over and over that selling like in-game items like clothing. Works. I mean, it does work. I mean, there's people that make livings off livings off of it in Second Life. Mm-hmm. So I think the jury's just out on the the more hardcore genres. Like right, that yeah, I don't know. Business model. See, I I think there's going to be failures. I mean, I know this is going to sound like something stupid, but like the good games are going to make it. Like, look at League of Legends. It's a very solid, very balanced, really fun hardcore. Right. Experience. I just I wonder how much money they're going to make. Like people that are playing, are like they going to care about different skins for their avatars for their character they're playing? Is that a game where you get dedicated enough to a character to care about that? I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I hope it makes money, because it yeah. deserves it. It's a great game. Oh, um, Unicard asks, will this year's holiday season for game releases be weaker because of titles being pushed into next year? I mean, I don't know. Uh, we, like, we, honestly, I, I have to imagine that most people aren't like us, right? Like most people, they don't get them right away. Most people don't already have Brutal Legend and all this or stuff that Uncharted are going to get them. Two. You know, they don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Uncharted yeah. 2 came out like three weeks ago i yeah. mean like weaker compared to what last christmas maybe but 
I, I mean, define weaker. Like, yeah, exactly. Really I just games. think that instead of everyone holding things till November like they did last year, you've seen it a little bit August, starting Trickle like late out. August all the yeah. way through October, I feel September. Like it's just like, much more manageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's I just the think thing, they like, realized that all their shit got buried in past years, and now they're trying to spread it out. Oh, uh, go, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say like a lot of analysts have already predicted that this year is gonna see actually like a four per four percent decrease overall in video game sales for Which the entire would be year. Good because there's such a significant drop in the number of releases, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is more spaced out, but you know, a lot of that's been attributed to like the declining sales of like the Wii and like the fact that the Wii doesn't really move software, and then also the declining sales of like music and games and stuff. And also because people are afraid to compete against a particular game. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not just metal. I mean, one week after Modern Warfare is Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Left for then Dead after too. that is Left 4 Dead. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's just like, there's like, it's it's becoming much more like movie releases where movie, all these people are like, well, we can't come out that week. Let's, what about this week? Okay, okay, this week. So now they're not, it used to be back in the day, I felt like it was like, well, we got to come out in November. All these things are coming out. I don't care. It's got to come out in November. And now it's That's when like that the most all. people are in stores to see our product. Right. But now mm-hmm. that yeah. nowadays, the idea is that if we get it out before November, even the product will still be there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like they try a bunch of people try to release stuff around when they think people are getting their tax refunds next year. Mm. I don't um, know. To me, like this is my Goldilocks Christmas. Like there's just enough games coming out. Like any more would be too much. Just right. <laughs> uh, let's see. McLazy J says, uh, with both the Beatles Rock Band and Brutal Legend, do you feel that the reviewers were blinded by the brand or designer? It seems like both titles were reviewed with very high scores, but both seem average at best and played. Oh, Just man. my opinion. Someone didn't get to I mean, destruct Beatles, Beatles Rock Band's a great game. <laughs> yeah, I think Beatles like it's Rock feature Band. Rich. Yeah, I, wouldn't, it's, I wouldn't say... It's not even just the fact that they've designed all these crazy levels. It's just like it has like the best drum teacher. It has like... It just is like, like the, the visual, most... like the visual presentation and styling is just like leaps and bounds ahead of everything. But even beyond that, just as a rock band game, it's like and it's accessible to people that they teach you how to do harmonies. Yeah, yeah. usually yeah. familiar um, with music games. I don't know that reviewers were blinded by the brand or designer for Brutal Legend. I think that Brutal Legend is just a much more subjective game than perhaps any Brutal else Legend. That, I think is one you could year. make that argument a lot more than Beatles, in my opinion, but. Yeah. Just because Tim Schafer is such a beloved person. I think people just get so into the content that they... And Jack Black. And actually, I feel like Jack Black is almost a liability in a lot of ways. Like, he, I think he did a fantastic job in Brutal I know. I, I mean, Jack Black is pretty divisive amongst people. Like, some people like him, some people mm-hmm. fucking hate him. I think on Brutal Legend, it's more like people just love the humor and the subject matter so much that they're willing to overlook... Like some pretty major flaws in the gameplay, like what, in my opinion, are some pretty huge flaws like in the game design. Like the combat is not fun. Mm. How's that? <laughs> the real-time strategy battles are not particularly well designed, and they don't control especially well. Like the pacing is kind of fucked. Fair, I'm just curious. QQ. We're not all brainwashed by our Tim Schafer handshakes. Who said I was? I'm saying it right now. Trying to help elaborate for the audience. Yeah, I well, we talked on the show before about how I felt about Brutal Legend. Like, and for me, the reason that I found it interesting is because of the content as opposed to the gameplay. Mm. And unfortunately, the gameplay is keeping me from going forward and wanting to explore any more of the content. No, I think that's fair. A lot of people have complained about the RTS, but anyways. But it is reviewing really high. Like, so I was, I'm surprised that Brutal Keep, Legend is reviewing. As I heard Destructor well as gave it, it a D. Well, that would be the lowest score. Yeah. Um, let's uh, cut it short. Want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more, and then I'll copy and paste a lot of them to save them for another time. 
Um, <laughs> this is probably a good one for right now. Uh, Andy Bursch asks, what are some games you feel guilty for not playing enough of, or games you always wanted to like but didn't? Dead Space. feel guilty for not playing it more. You haven't finished it yet? Nope. Mass Effect. I didn't play more. I played hardly at all. The first one I feel kind of bad about that. I didn't really get into it all that much. You feel guilty for that? Yeah. I never played any Sly Cooper games. Really kind of feel bad for that. The first Uncharted is good and worth playing. Yeah, I see your Arthur saying no. I I think Uncharted 2 makes playing Uncharted unnecessary. Especially I still if think you think they're both worth playing. Play Uncharted 1 on easy. Just um, through it just for like the platforming and atmosphere and story and like See, I really don't like the platforming in Uncharted. The only thing I like about it is it gives me a better view of the pretty levels. Yeah. Well, but I mean, it's really just jump to this ledge, scoot this way, jump, and it's like very slow, and I don't mm-hmm. like it. Don't like. Okay, for the story. I like the so guilty for the story all. is good, yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah, that's why was, that shit. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, all Metal yeah, Gears. Really I feel... Oh, man, I don't feel guilty for not liking Metal Gear 4. Um, I feel guilty for not playing more Forza 3. Because I really like it and I really want to play it, but it's just sitting on my shelf right now. Yeah, I don't feel guilty about not playing more Forza 2. I've discovered those games just bore me. Racing Unfortunately, game. it took you buying a racing world to, to figure that out. Wait until, like, Homies comes out with the racing game. Yeah, I just like arcade bad. racers. I'd rather play something like <laughs> Burnout Paradise if I'm going to play a racer. That's just me, though. I need a new Road Rush. That's what I need. Well. It broke my heart seeing the, the footage from the canceled Mutant League football revival. Called Blood Bowl, and it's coming out. No, they there's footage of like EA was working on a mutant football game. I'm and just they saying, it. Blood Bowl's coming out. Blood Bowl is not this the month. same. No, it's turn based, which is even better. Can you bribe the ref in Blood Bowl? You could probably kill the ref in Blood Bowl. Well, yeah, but in mutant league football, you could bribe the ref, and then if you're the other team, your only option was to kill him. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I mean, Blood Bowl is a totally different game based off a of tabletop Warhammer property, but I'm really excited that that's finally coming out here in America this month. The board game? Uh, no, the PC, DS, That's and PSP That's fucking been game. out here for months. No, hasn't. That game is on Steam right now. No, it's not. I checked just yesterday. Because I wanted to buy it if it was. It's not. Sex for chocolate. Game was it comes out. out this month. It's been out in every other country except America for a while. For? That is re- even Canada? Dead space. Uh, I don't know. But it's been mm-hmm. in all the European times. So. I feel guilty for tuning you out like this whole time. Bubble's not very interesting to most people. But I mean, I'm finding it interesting. I'll play it with you. Um, uh, right. So let's take a break. Okay, quick break. Then back with Ledger's. I'm on to your paranoid tricks. The place where nothing gets Show's not done, so we make hello, it hello, 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 welcome back. Hello. Now it's a segment we call ABCs, because it's letters. 
Welcome to ABCs. Oh my! Uh, so here's the letter section. I hate both of the you. first letters from Brian. I'm only going to read a couple of these. What's a lot his of last people. Name? Uh, we don't read last names, oh, just okay. in case, unless they unless they put it. But uh, so a lot of people sent letters, very nice letters, thanking us for doing the most recent podcast about Children's Miracle Network, which you can still donate to off our page, and they are now taking PayPal, which yeah. is a big. You know, we had that took a while to get, but you can now donate through PayPal. Um, Thank you guys for donating. Uh, so let's read the first letter from Brian. Brian says, After listening to the recent Rebel FM with the segment from the Children's Hospital, I felt the need to send my thanks through an email. I greatly appreciate your willingness to abandon the typical games conversation for such an important cause. While I do enjoy the occasional fat penis, it was cleansing, in a way, to hear a more somber, can't think of a better word there, topic. It's so thanks to, for that. to get a cleansing after the fat penis. And he says, uh, P.S. If you need any TF2 banana writers, feel free to shout out on Twitter. I will be standing by watching, waiting. Oh, you know could use some banana writers? Sick children. <laughs> they need you to banana ride with your money. That's, that's what we should have been saying the whole time. <laughs> it should have been they, your need, they are calling out for a medic right Children's now. Miracle medic. Except you can't shoot them with a the fucking gun. You've got to shoot them with some money in their face. Now I'm just picturing them flying to Texas and being like, there's no, cancer. There's no hitting them with money. They buy those t-shirt cannons and fill them with cash. <laughs> yeah. There's no spinal tap gun. Oh, man, Aww. that would be a painful one. <laughs> Guys. Okay. So. I'm not going to read this next letter. Sorry, it was something about Ryan Scott sexually harassing me on the Game Spidey briefings. Why would they send that email to the YouTube game address? I don't know, because the Game Spidey briefings only just now got a, its own email. So they probably didn't know where else to email for it. Uh, we, pro- I, I mean, I know a lot of the is games it, by debriefing listeners like, are cross listeners. Is it stepchild at ign.com? No, it's 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 podcast at gamespy.com. Actually, if you want to email us there. Um, nice. I saw what you did there. <laughs> well, thanks. Totally get it. What's the address Getting for it. yours? Okay. Anti. This next letter is from Gregory. I don't know what. And uh, Gregory says, uh, "Hey guys, Greg here. Love the podcast." Have been a long-time listener, blah, blah, blah. I really enjoy listening to Anthony defends his stance on the scores he gave ODST and Uncharted 2. And listening to the discussion made me wonder, in your minds, do you think it is possible to give a game a perfect score? Or has the bar been raised so high with past games that are excellent and innovative that nothing new deserves a perfect score? It's too bad that games can just be judged, can't be judged. Yeah, I think he meant to say it's too bad that games can't just be judged on how fun they are to play. That is exactly what a good person that reviews games does judge them on, is how fun they are. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't change the fact that there are things in every game and obviously, that are not fun. Obviously, the standard can't be set so high that a game can't get a perfect score, quote-unquote, because it's not a perfect score. I've actually just never given one. And it's not like I pride myself on that. I just haven't found that game yet. You just agonize over the rubric for review scores so much. What's the highest review score you've given? 4.5 out of 5, or an A when I was at 1UP. I gave Viva Pinata an A. I also gave... Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? A B plus, I think. Ah. Really? Or an A minus for Banjo. A minus for Banjo, okay. I think. Okay, I'm surprised you didn't give it an A, given how much you love that. And, then I, and then I also gave, like, uh, that PSN horror game. I gave that an A. Siren. Siren. Because I love that. Mm. You know, just I've given some A's and stuff. It's just I've never had that game that is, like... Like, I, I've played games that I would give an A-pluses to. But you weren't on the but review. But I was not on the review for him, yeah. I mean, at 1UP, I very rarely got to review things I actually liked. What Anthony is saying is he is not Famitsu. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like a lot of people... <laughs> Who gets paid. 
you know, throw out a lot I didn't of say that. I was just implying that Famitsu gives out a lot of I'll say stores. it. I- oh, shit. What, Bayonetta? <laughs> yeah, that's weird that they got perfect scores. That, uh, I mean, Bayonetta oh, might be a great game. But... Uh, apparently. No, 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 we'll just cut that out. Okay, I'll beep it Silence. out so people wonder what it is. No, I'll, it's fine. I'll okay. just beep it. Um, I, well, I mean, the thing that surprised me is that they actually gave Bayonetta a higher score on 360 than PS3 because of the technical issues. Like, if... I'm Stop sure. saying things I'm that I have to beep. I'm sorry. Um, if a sp- no, Shut up! Okay, whatever, fine. What's wrong with this? We just don't want you... I don't want to get you fired. Nathan, Nathan says, I was just wondering what games, movies, or books have made you cry. Or at least made you... Let's skip the movies and books, because that... Really? Yeah, because movies and books, it's like, dude, lots of movies make me cry. I'm only, I've, I oh, I don't want to talk about the one that makes me cry. The only book I can think of in recent memory that made me almost made me cry was Feed. Like it's, a, it's young adult science fiction that I had to read for a class in the end. It was so like fucked up. That <laughs> I just looked at him like, are you a robot? <laughs> what plan I got, are you I got, Feed, it's actually about when a server crashes on a computer. I got verklempt. <laughs> Uh, during up, uh-huh. I didn't quite cry, but yeah, you I was are fucking so Maybe bad. any games huh? that made you cry? Is there any games? So I have cried in a random game. What game? And it, okay, it's gonna it's gonna be really, Call of Duty Four. It's gonna be really embarrassing, but it wasn't actually me crying at the game. It was more like just me fucking crying because it was like a punk bitch. So you know, like how when you stay up really late, you're kind of like I'm talking like you've been up for like 28 hours straight. You kind of get that point where you're like you're just kind of worn you out. You want to break down, will, yeah. Things where you're in like the pregnant woman. Yeah, and I'm pretty. Of... I'm pretty sure I was playing Romance of the Three Kingdoms, one of those. Oh my and, god! And eventually, at some point, something happened. And, and, Nobunaga died. And I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry. I just got a little misty, and I don't remember why. But no, it was like it was like yeah. It was just, I would just been up for like, but I'd literally, literally been up for like 28 hours yeah. straight. So I was just like in one of those weird states where I was not right. I got misty-eyed playing Lucidity, actually. Especially toward the end. Hmm. I don't think I've ever cried uh, because ever. of a video game. But I have Except gotten to the end of Modern where Warfare when it ended. <laughs> but I, when I lost an epic match. <laughs> I I I wanted to like throw too. stuff when I uh, was watching or when I was playing Final Fantasy X, and then I thought that wedding between. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking. No, no, keep no, talking. Are you, are saying those, talking? What, are, are you oh talking about God. the ending or the wedding or the wedding? Uh, what about it? It was sad, happy, sad. I, I just I mean, got really angry. Like oh. I felt like you know the world was so unjust. I just wanted to turn it off. But then I, she like escaped, so that was cool. And then yeah, the ending was really sad. Actually, you know what? I think I did cry during Kingdom Hearts at the very end, mm-hmm. the first one. The Kyrie no, thing. Dude, you don't have to explain you. shit to me. You know, like. There's no, this I part of me. Play Kingdom Hearts. It, it, it's it's a heart, and it makes me feel. You know, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> sometimes don't act like you're a person. Shut <laughs> 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 I have feelings. Uh, man, I, I mean, games have like made me, me feel. Do I not ooze? You know, <laughs> they put me in good situation. Yeah, I've never come. I don't think I've come close to even. Any I hear game. Braid is intense at the end, but meh. I mean, it, yeah, it, it has, like, a great little, like, wow, I mean, thing. I don't know. But, no, never in a game. Did you not weep when you brought down the final Colossus? No. Okay. 
But there, I mean, that game, there is a scene, and it's not the Colossi battles, but there is Dude, a scene in that game. we say things that, about that game. I think when Argo sketch, yeah, falls when, into the pit, when you, when that you, was when like... You, when you feel like no, you've lost your horse. Please, please don't do this to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like my... watching the horse die in The Last Unicorn or something. Uh, the Never Any story. story. Never Any Story, sorry. Never any, oh, man. Artex! Exactly. Artex fights! I mean, that scene stands out to me, and then... There's actually a scene in Gay Tony where I, it, I mean, it wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's like sad or upsetting, but there is a scene where I got like, I was like, oh shit, don't do what I think is about to do, and do do. I mean, the the have you, did you play the darkness? No. Oh, scary. The the scene in the darkness where um the girlfriend your girlfriend couch? is killed. Oh. Like they, I mean, after they they go through a lot to sort of make you invested in that relationship, yeah. and then. They shoot her in the head right in front of you, oh, like shit. you were staring at it, and they just like blow her brains out. That was more of like me dropping my jaw because I was like, "What the fuck!" But I didn't really feel yeah. Sad. Um, I heard a pretty epic part that makes people that that made the one guy that's like the lead writer at Bioware. The reason he wanted to work at Bioware was he played Knights of the Old Republic two. There's like a part where you have a Wookiee who owes you a life debt. And uh, if you're playing the bad route, you have to. You can tell him like he's for, he's good with his life debt if he kills the girl that's traveling with you, who's also his best friend. Yeah. But he does it as he's doing. He's like crying because he's killing his best Aww. friend, but he's doing it to fulfill his life debt. He's like that's when he knew he wanted to work at Bioware. So uh, Carrie writes in, and he just you know he thanks us for what we did in Houston. Um, he said he was sad though because he said uh, when we first mentioned the possibility of coming to town, he says I asked Anthony if he'd do a meetup. He responded with a yes, but nothing ever happened. Oh man! All I'm asking is that if and when you guys ever come back to Houston, send up the fat penis signal and do a meetup. We sure you guys have more that. than one listener here. You know, it wasn't that I, I think we had said that it could happen, but it wasn't like a for sure thing. And we it was just that we were pretty white. Downer. Like, yeah, I mean, we would have just been. Oh, hey, dude, we could have brought him over to GP, dog. Throw bottle rockets in the air. While they're going off, it's true. It, I mean, I, it, I mean, like I loved actually your friends a lot, but they were already a handful. You know, like, I think dealing with like the, talking to listeners and stuff too. It's like crazy. a bunch of Tyler's. I must say, it is kind of weird that you guys and your fans always talk about fat penis because it'd be like, you know, like uh, I can't do a woman podcast and say like, oh, let's raise our vaginas in the air. Uh, actually, <laughs> people- because vaginas are internal, you could ever say shake them labia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like male empowerment here. Raise your fat small pieces. No, that's not what it comes from at all. It just comes I know, from, I'm joking. It's just small part. I'm just saying it, it just it just uh, she had to add that. <laughs> I do have a small Well, she is sitting next to Tyler. <laughs> no, man, I'm yeah. I've said it a million times, you know. That you were tiny mm. penis. Wow. Um <laughs> <laughs> What? Huh? That makes well, because I what, what I was laughing is immediately. Come on, carriage. Let's do this. Nothing you guys can say make was, me uncomfortable. Fozzie oh, writes in. Tiny <laughs> Fozzie writes in. Oh man, we could. Sh- I, I wish we could do like an almost famous moment in here. <laughs> so Fozzie writes in, and he just says, uh, "Could each of you go into detail about your schooling as far as college went?" I could have sworn Anthony or maybe someone else had said that he had only went to college for a few years and dropped out. Maybe I heard that wrong. <laughs> I'm only asking because I just plan to get my AAS now from community college and can't afford to go to university. Aww. Your college isn't as important as your skills that you need or the experience you have in writing. I have a portfolio that I have a portfolio that and a blog filled with my writing. Would that be good enough to get a job in the editorial business? I think 
it would be good to get you an internship in certain places and maybe a starting position, but I would try and use that to get freelance first. Mm. Um, that being said, you don't have to have college. Like my college definitely, they didn't give a shit that I had college. Like honestly, when I put college on my resume, for instance, I, certain higher up editors at one up, I know looked at that and said, God, that is such like a, a rookie resume. Like when you still put your education on it, like, like, I mean, well, because when well, you yeah. don't have job experience, right? Yeah, People do that. Like but once you have job thing. experience, they don't even put that anymore. And that, and you know, I don't think Ryan Scott never went, like, graduated from college. He yeah. tried it and didn't finish. And then Nick Sutner, same thing. So you don't have to have had college, but you do need writing skills. Yeah. I mean, in college, you, you, there are ways in college to make yourself a better writer. But yeah, I did not do this. No. And so I learned. Mm. I, I learned how to write great term papers. Well, he wants to know what uh, your college background was. Yeah, so I graduated. In, I graduated from a four-year college but you with majored a degree in, in history and religious studies. Yeah. I graduated from a four-year college with a degree in art studio and technical studies with a minor in English. I majored in English and minored in religious studies. I graduated with a double major in psychology and sociology at four-year University of Houston. Fucking tree hugger. <laughs> really? Houston tree hugger? Uh, Social psych. Sociology, mm. psychology. I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone that, that took Soch as a major and didn't end up being a liberal at the very least and a progressive more generally. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I am very liberal. Person. I'm not saying that as a negative. I'm right. just saying that in my experience. But yeah, man, I loved it. I love uh, my 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 social deviance class really changed my life. Mm. Okay, um, this is the last time I read from Brian's decadence. Another Brian? Yeah, Brian F. from West Orange, New Jersey. All right, Brian. F. So uh, he says, "Dear Cat Fancy, living near the East Coast, Yay. I have never really gotten a good opportunity to go to any of the major video game conferences. That's why next I'm determined year. to attend oh, PAX Boston PAX next Boston. March, come hell or high water." I know it's still some months away, but the packs the passes are on sale now. Yes. Are they? Um yeah, and you should get them. And if you have any special Rebel FM plans and if you have any special Rebel FM plans for the show if you do, maybe come to the podcast and it would be cool to see you all there. Um I don't know if Arthur and Tyler are gonna make it out. I know I am. I'll be going for GameSpy. I think at this point I will probably be going. Yeah. Well, oh, so it'll just be without me. I uh, we would be more than happy to bring Tyler with if Tyler can fit it into a freelance schedule or whatever schedule Tyler has. I thought you were going to say if I can fit in a suitcase, and I was going to say I can. No, the thing is, is that I can't think of putting. <laughs> okay, just as an aside, I cannot think of people in suitcases without thinking of like the when I worked at the adult bookstore, the porn cover that I laughed at the hardest was called was for something called Runaway Midget, and it had Bridget the Midget in ears. a suitcase. The thing is, is, oh, that, wow. is that I would love for us all to be there, but uh, I don't think, I mean, yeah, if Arthur ends up getting to go as a consequence of a job, that's one thing, but I don't think that it, I don't think we could afford necessarily to pay two round trip plane tickets and hotel for two people. That would be a little, I think that could be hard, but we'll see. I mean, for sure I'm going Arthur might go, Tyler might go. It's up in the air. I'm the only for sure 100% at the moment. Because I've been told I'm going. Are we going to hang out? Yeah, I mean, uh, this sure. time if I go, in theory, I'm supposed to not do as much writing. I'm supposed to be there much more as an outreach person. Because the people at PAX like me. Can so I, uh, for taste, I suppose. Can I ask a couple questions? Hmm. 
Like, they're not going to have those, like, skimpy IGN chicks just running around with you, right? No, I mean, I uh, I don't know what IGN's plans are. Like, abusing your... You know what, to be fair, like, I don't think it's fair to criticize the IGN girls that were at our meetup, because honestly, they all worked super hard. Oh, the IGN girls at our meetup aren't the ones that went around passing out the things, though, in skimpy clothing. Those were girls in a babe mobile. Uh, yeah, but they're, you yeah. know, they're working ladies. They're still um, getting paid. No, no, no. No, but, I think the ladies at your meetup were fine. Oh, they were great. The other ones they were, were like, great. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to be going around with Ryan doing outreach. You know, that being said, even if all three of us go, it's not like... <laughs> the the extent of our special plans would be a a probably non-sponsored very low-key meetup like it was super awesome to meet all the people at the meetup this year but man it was draining like because i don't think any of us are like the kind of people that that do that kind of situation yeah, i handle it all right i think I we th- all handled it all right it's just like it grew to be insane and then the fucking the One Up crew showed up, and then the GFW crew showed up. Yeah, it was especially that. hard because I had to do all the giveaway stuff since I was actually like an employee of the company. I'm blah, sorry. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's it's. Um, we like that people showed up because you're our but, friends. But uh, it just added to the craziness. But yeah, I mean, we'll do something. It just might not Keep be. That in mind. Tina, it just might not be call. as quote unquote spectacular. <laughs> you we'll were just not do the some... One Up people. We were unhappy to see. But uh, we will. Ooh. We will also do. Uh, I mean, I assume outside the meetup. Like, we might, like, I doubt we'll do a panel. I don't want to do a panel. Why? I don't know, because I think it's we rather pretentious important. of us to do yeah. a, a live show recording. What are we going to do, fart on mic for an hour? Yeah. Uh, there would probably be people cre- that would want to see it. Give yourselves more credit than that. You guys can... I try to give myself as least credit as possible. I also yeah. try to give Tyler as little credit as possible. <laughs> now, if anything, I'd I would just rather go and meet people randomly. I, I, def, I don't when, want to do a panel. When you say you're going to do outreach, I imagine you like handing out pamphlets, like are you right, like outreach. Like, <laughs> do, do you have a problem? I plan on handing <laughs> out. Like, like, have you ever have you ever been told the five ways to eternal life? <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's farting constantly <laughs> eating as much as you want crying <laughs> while you masturbate <laughs> yeah there you go you guys are already it's, on the way this is the true way of the master <laughs> oh my god you have to get out all the impurities oh, and you can man. do it through both your eye ducts and like, other parts of your you'll body you have Ryan's you have to work your thetan count needs to be as high as possible <laughs> so Ryan's gonna reach out to like all the married guys and be like you're, you I guys need more time. I thought Ryan was going to reach out to married women. Ladies, yeah. yeah. The white women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan should just go dressed like the sheriff in Blazing Saddles. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, remember, you can review us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Where are the white women at? And you can also listen to Shut our up. fellow Hammersuit Partners podcast, like The Geek Box at uh, www.geekbox.net as well as the mobcast at bitmob.com uh, you can also listen to our other podcast uh, which is currently going through Crimson Skies uh, those come out every Tuesday on the same feed mm-hmm. um, so yeah dig the podcast if you see so fit you can find me at twitter.com money, as well as on the GameSpidey briefings and my stuff at gamespy.com you can find Tyler at... I'll be on the next episode of Co-op talking about Gay Tony. As well as at twitter.com slash dirty tea like the drink. Tina, where can the internet on... find you? <laughs> on one up and on Twitter. You Mike. did a game night this week with Dr. Greg Dr. from Bioware for Dragon Age, right? Yes. And so they can find you at twitter.com slash... T-A-N-A-H. It's a clever spelling of Tina. T 
Tina. And then you can find Arthur um, at twitter.com slash A-E-G-I-E-S. I was on co-op this week talking about Borderlands. I'll be on co-op next week talking about Torchlight. Yeah. Possibly some other stuff would be announced. Alright. This podcast is sponsored by Meatspin.com. Lemon Party! Dot org. Up, this is me getting fucking crunk with it. Oh boy. Fucking crunk. Watch out. Crunk. We're not talking crumpets. We're talking crump shits. Like when you have the beer shits. After too much drinking. I'm sinking. Don't get me thinking. Because. I'm tripping. <laughs> what was it? I'll be leaking. <laughs>